You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 75. The long desert that stretches Where is the moon? in every direction. The moon is exactly at this angle. Okay, Don't good. you forget it. It's at the coolest <laughs> place in the sky. It's, it's at the coolest place. Oh no, the moon has angled the coolest angle. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good omen. A cool moon. Cool moon. Yeah. Cool moon rises. That's perfect. That's all we need. Okay. So the moon. The moon. High in the sky. Casts a Dim light in every direction, which does not matter to every single person in the party now. Who was the only one that couldn't see in the dark? Bearjaw. And the belt of dwarven kind. The belt of dwarven kind lets you see. This belt is boss. Morph is a dwarf. Oh, that's what we're assuming. Drishan's trying to confirm it. How many fingers am I holding up? Morph is a dwarf. He was named by Finn. That's true. Do you trust Finn? No. Did you see Morse Smith? Definitely not. I, I was there. Morse's yeah. real name is Mangeling. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, so, Scrim has returned with the news of the assault. He is tall amongst dwarves. They are moving much slower than uh, than Scrimyote was at uh, uh, at a full, not gallop. What is the what is the, the word? For the fastest a coyote moves. Sprint. I guess it's just a sprint. That's boring. A skip. Um, skitter. A yip. I think it was a He's skitter. He's doing five full yips. Skitter. Full five. Dash. Man dash. I mean, he does do a lot of things. Sometimes he slithers. Uh, but yes, the centaurs could be uh, could be an hour away, could be hours away. Hard to tell at this point. The trap is set. What does this ambush look like? What have you set up? So Justin this is your chance here. has been painting, he created a line of oil um, and from the alchemy jug, uh, and then uh, about five feet in front of that did a, uh, actually no, not five feet, like 40 feet in front of that, had painted a 10 foot, 10 foot, 40 foot pit with spikes. Um, and then he had lit a small oily rag on fire or maybe just put a candle up there I'm just gonna say it's a candle he put a candle up there on a little alcove and then was climbing up to a space about 40 feet above the ground um explaining that oh, when they're approaching I'll create a fog cloud that'll uh, uh and then they won't see the pit and they'll hear the screams of the centaurs going into the pit and then we'll light the line on fire, and I can create shapes in the fire, and we'll scare the hell out of them. <laughs> Baron looks to Mock. Mock, <clears throat> Mock is he, he advises Drusen as Drusen begins to dig the pit, uh, <clears throat> saying, "Wider." Uh, saying, "If we're if we're going to benefit from this." Uh, from this trap, 
We must find a way to stop them if the numbers are what Scrim says. He says, uh, they, the siege weapons they have will, uh, will bury us. And if the numbers are 60 plus, uh, the dead, even if we kill the first wave, the dead will, uh, will only create a, 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 a bridge of corpses for the rest of followers. And he says, I've seen it many times. <laughs> uh, he says, we must go wider and deeper and create a moat that cannot be crossed. And then we must create a wall of earth that can stop a ballista indefinitely to prevent them from fording. If we, uh, if we have any hope of destroying this many numbers, we must collapse the entire canyon upon them as they come for us. How wide, cousin? Says it must span the entire cavern. So what, you said it was 40 feet, right? Yep. Well, right now we've got a 40 feet by 10 feet by 10 feet deep. How big do you want it? Let's say you're talking Double about it. So, <laughs> remind me of the mechanics. We can go as deep as we want. For so, yeah, you can go. You can use a bunch of pigments, and you can make as much earth. as you want. So, this right. is a moment where we could use the rule of cool thing, and the exact number of feet wide and feet deep and feet long that it is is less important than long enough, deep enough, wide enough. That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and I suppose tracking the amount of pigments you use um, sure. matters somewhat. But. Mock advocates for the moat, not for the pit. Ah, Could we use the paints to, say, I don't know, slice off a wall of the ravine and have it collapse on them at the appropriate time? It takes a while to paint it, but if we could hold them in position for long enough, get someone up there scrambling along, painting a large, you know, gap cutting through at the right angle, and the whole thing just slides down on them. Mark says, that's the plan. You've you've happened upon it, but we need a barrier that can hold them for ten minutes. And with their numbers, and with their ballista, it has to be a moat, and it has to be an earthen wall. Something that the ballistas can pound on and it will never destroy. More... Sounds like you're saying stronger than what we can build with the paints, as their, as their structures seem to be. Uh, we've seen, the, we've seen the, the wall of paints destroyed immediately by the, uh, by the uh, elemental evil. And we've well, seen how our carriage has been almost pummeled. And for the siege weapons, I at least have... A little bit more. Let me get the right word for this. A little. I still have enough sway over the forces of nature today to maybe throw a few lightning bolts down on their siege weapons. <laughs> we can break a catapult. We don't have to survive catapult shots for ten minutes. The. Uh... Between the undead earlier and the centaurs after that, I'm fairly well spent. I mean, I've got a bit, but don't expect many large, dramatic pyrotechnics coming out of my fingers. He said, the last thing that we may need is something to cover them from attacking us from the bluff. If we hem them in, perhaps they'll wait us, they'll, they'll, they'll wait and try to uh, crush our barrier and cross our moat, but if they decide to go around and attack us from above, We'll need something to prevent us from, uh, or prevent them from raining hell down upon us. Yeah. So this uh, ravine here, you 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 had hours of travel yeah. to find a good spot from it. So you were able to find a spot that's pretty damn good for this uh, for this situation. Mm. While one could go up and around the sides, as you can get up and get the high ground from the sides on your side of the ravine. On the other side, it's quite a far distance back ah. to loop around and come on up. 
Good. So uh, basically, if, if they do come through this pass, which you expect them to, as it's the direction they went to get back home, if they do come through this pass, they will have to backtrack quite far to be able to get up towards the top to, to, to go up around. Yeah. So Mock describes this earthen wall just a bit right. more. <clears throat> we need to build it as high as we can, which is hard to do in a short amount of time, but we can also dig down on our side lower. So we're basically cowering in foxholes. Something where they couldn't arc a ballista over, but they just have to like smash through. Says, I'll, I'll get started on that. But I do think that while we try to collapse the earth on them and and, uh, and prove their prove their siege weapons to be to be useless, I think if we can if we can break their morale by killing their leader, if we can do that at the same time, that would be. Mock claps his handle and Bertrand says, "The plan hasn't changed." He says, uh, <coughs> there are very few enemies that I've ever encountered <coughs> who are, as you said, destroyed by cutting the head off the snake, but also put their leader in a vulnerable position at the front uh, of, of, the, of, of, the, of the vanguard. He says, it happens, but if the centaurs are not this and keep their commander in the rear where they can make the, uh, the decisions over time, we may not get that opportunity or only will get it at great risk. And so Berja should be ready for that eventuality, but only after the other plans fail. Emil is ready. I'll have uh, one more brickstone on me. Mark says, you may have to survive and tell our story in it, for otherwise, uh, uh, we, they have the numbers, they have the speed, they have the, the, the range and the power. We make our stand, or... We lose this fight. We'll have it at the ready, cousin. He says, he says, who else will join Drusen in the Brickstone? For some must be captured so that others would survive. Well, he's not going to hide that the whole time. Well, he's basically saying, like, if we get captured, like, some people should go in the Brickstone oh, yeah. and wait out and pretend like the whole party was everyone else. We should talk of this now. Mm, I have no intention of, of being captured, and if I'm separated from from the rest, as I as I plan to be, to either break those siege weapons or try to go after their leader in some creepy crawly form. Uh, I get separated as things get too hairy, so to speak. Um, I can always whisk my whisk myself. Into a uh, into a safe place on my own. So don't worry about me. Then let it be the young ones, young Drusen and your brother Scrim. Into the into your the brickstone. Your, your brother man. Scrim. Oh yeah yeah. Brother. Oil. The brother of Scrim. <laughs> Scrimkin. He looks at <laughs> he looks at oil and he says, "Would you retreat if you had to? You found it uh, a bit difficult there against the elemental evil." Never asked you about that. And even though I've been taxed, I mean, I came along on this fight and I've still got some fight left in me, so I might as well use it up before I jump into the old Justin house. Hopefully it won't come to that. Hopefully we'll kill the leader, scare the others, and I'll remember the words I said as they fled. On any who get by will come upon one of the cactus, cacti, and then be scared all over again. I mean, it's a spooky night. Look at that moon. 
He's so cool. Of course, of course. And one last matter: who will who will paint? Who will who will uh, bring down the edge of the canyon upon them? Closing, you know, masonry better than the rest of us. He says, "Oi, but what the man the the siege as well, and can I even paint from down in the trenches?" Well, Jason's got experience uh, traveling around mountains and such. I think he could possibly paint the. Uh, Is Baron trained in masonry? Baron's trained in masonry. Uh, yeah, there you go. You can do it. I mean, I, I, I got survival. I got an idea of how to the cut the stone so it'd fall the right way. I think. Your idea, cousin. Uh, can find a spot. Gives Baron a potion of spider clay. Plus, I'm a hearty sort, so I won't, I won't drop real quick. Potion of spider clay. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of those. I will add it to my it. chart. Yeah, our cousin. Use this. I remember. I'll, uh, I'll. Think he will quaff it. <laughs> Is anyone carrying any good wounds with them right now? Yes, I am. S- some small wounds. Uh, you can definitely Is take a short rest. Speaking of you've wounds. had you've had a gazillion short rests. It's been like twelve so hours. Definitely, definitely top off. I guess using I surges. I guess I will heal myself. Whatever they're called. Anyone ready for one of these? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. please. Speaking of uh, wounds, who is? Oh, go ahead. Um, I, I, as I mentioned before, I, I, I have a, um, a talent with, um, arcane ballistas, um, and I can summon one. What? As we begin our fight. Um, really? What? Yes, um... New characters The options, of course, though, are, um, that I could make one that attacks our foe, but I can also make one that, uh, acts as a defender of our party. The best defense is a good offense. Yes, I I figured that you would think I have sent. You do not know me. I I know you well enough. No one knows me well enough. Fair. Even if there's only one, the to have the centaurs see that we can return fire with our own siege weapons feels like it would go a long way in breaking their morale. Very well, I will. I will then conjure an offensive ballista when the time comes. Who's building the uh, the, the earth wall? The earthen wall. No. I will help. And. Scrim, uh, I was good at moving large things. Yeah, I was assuming yeah, Scrim is just going to do the whole thing. Is that the cantrip? Uh, if it can, that would be awesome. And yeah, cool. if that. Bertrand will yeah. keep trying to help. Yeah, I mean, you um, can't. You tell me what you're doing. Yeah, um, it's I, the only reason I ask is because I, you know, move five feet, five cube, a five foot cube of earth at a time. Um, I just want to make sure it would be adequate. If Scrim was just doing that, then it would be. How long does it take? I mean, it's an action. It's, it's one round. It's like moving five foot cube of earth. That's a massive. It's like that's huge. faster than a modern bulldozer. Right. Well, think, but to, but to clarify, because we're keeping it crunchy. How much time is that? It is. Yeah. It is like broken up earth. It's not stone. Right. Like, yeah, this is gonna be a pile like this. Right. Okay. Just he I just, just wants right. a big huge pile. I just want to make sure. We'll try to hold it, but like we can't. This is not a dome. Right, right. Like, you know, like a rifle range where it's like just going That's in right. like like a World War One trench. Okay, I just want to clarify that no one thinks it's like a a hewn stone wall. No, but we're not for sandbags. It is no. it is Scrim's soft earth wall. Yeah, and it's just a soft big earth wall. Perfect. All right, so Scrim squishy absorbs all that. Force. So Scrim is uh, give me a quick explanation of what people are doing to do the preparation in the short term. 
So Scrimcorn starts and just Scrimlock takes off his uh, his foot wraps and uh, digs his toes into the earth here, and you see him lean down and put his, his fingers in. And uh, you you've seen this before as he awakens all the all the grubs and worms in the earth that just kind of all come to the surface and 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 kind of mush mush all the dirt. And he's never actually built a, a, a mound this big. It's usually moving earth out of the way. So this is like just slowly bringing the stuff together and piling it up higher and higher, and it really is like that pyramid. It is just a pile of dirt, um, not packed down or anything, but it is, he, ha- he has the time, and so he just slowly basically excavates any loose earth from around and, and builds that up. And is the idea that it's going to go all the way across the whole... Yeah, we, yeah it's, like, it's basically at the very edge of, of the, the, of the, the moat, of the pit of the moat, we have like a, a kind of an embankment, so... Perfect. Just yeah. stop them entirely in their tracks and absorb all their attacks. And, uh... Ooh. I printed this out in preparation for that this session. Cute. Figured it out. Let's cute. just put it, like, oh, right there. Nicely done. And, uh, Scrimcorn... Where's Scrimcorn? Can anyone else a cocktail? Oh, please. No? Yes, yeah, oh, this is Scrimcorn. Uh, yeah. you good? Needs paint? Um... Those, uh, those things look like, like they came out no, a lot better I'm, than the I'm centaur. I'm still working on this. Well, these no, don't require just, supports. The centaur, those are just supports. The centaurs are inside. Could you put more? <laughs> uh, yes, please. <laughs> like that. Uh, there you go. And I prefer to keep my old lemon as well. Yeah. In addition to the new lemon. Keep my old we'll lemon. So uh, this represents this uh, this thing here. So we're gonna this this whole situation is gonna be represented uh, in uh, abstract um, distances and such because the the ranges that this engagement could happen and the numbers involved here are gonna be uh, large, not not suitable to be represented by uh, regular grid counting. So, uh, but this is your uh, this is your big elevated up on the side here. There's no way to scamper up here without a potion of a uh, spider climb, and <laughs> um, all the centaurs. And so this is a uh, you know you got your pits down here is what I'm, I'm assuming. Or they just do like video game force physics like, like in centaurs, Skyrim where they're just like you shouldn't be able to climb much. Yeah, their strength to weight ratio is like pretty crazy, and they're really not built for it. Yeah, like, like yeah. yeah, we 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 got it. So uh, that's what Scrim was doing next. I uh, so moat over spike pit. Uh, yeah, I mean, spike pit is awesome. Do the spike pit. Spike okay, pits are great. Make it a bit doesn't mean. Don't, don't doesn't have to be full of water. Moat means like, size, not water. Yeah, not water. Oh. Not water. No, exactly. he means the the function of a moat, which is too large to reasonably okay. cross. How many feet across are you thinking? Well, I mean, it's uh, going to be forty well, feet we, across. We it, right. just, it doesn't it, matter how it, big enough. A really big spike pit moat. Yes. Yes. Moat full of spikes. And he's going to ask Grimcar <laughs> to throw a couple. Scorpions down there. Ooh. Just like yeah, that. that's, that's, that's the kind of that. not not enough to really like so, scatter. There's like three scorpions, scorpions in there. So, <laughs> to, to know, so they'll be impaled on spikes, Ow, and they'll see like me fifteen feet away a little scorpion I moving mean, around no. and be like, I hate scorpions. <laughs> yeah. It's if you fell down a pit and broke your leg and couldn't get away, and a scorpion started moving towards you. Cool. <laughs> also, bad day gets worse. Clarify, Jason's not asking Scrimcorn to do any extra work to find Thank scorpions. You. He's just asking Scrimcorn to take a couple of the scorpions that are on yes. him Thank and throw them. It is no surprise that Scrim actually does produce yeah. a scorpion yeah. from like a pocket being like... Just ice. Well, thank you. He's like, yeah, okay, so it's saving the fire. Uh, okay, guys. I call one dead. And then one at a time around the Scampers up about 40 feet above the ravine. 
scampers 40 feet above the ravine. Okay, so above you're on the, the side. Yeah, I'm on the side. You've moved back here and climbed up this way. Yeah. Or yeah. climbed up. I guess you can't climb. Yeah, you got ropes. He wants to be uh, uh, within, uh, like, 60 feet of the, the... Again, it's abstracted. It, it, you will be as close as yeah. you wanted to be. Yeah. Don't have to worry is, about the fight. He is perched above the pit. He just Above the pit. Okay, let's, uh, yeah, let's get a... And uh, we have one Cheval de Free on top of that Griffin Mount. <laughs> uh, so your pit is like here, right? Yeah. So you got your. Uh... I know this is abstracted, but Ooh. how much space is sort of because this bend could be used pretty tactically if they don't have enough room to get like them and ballistas on that far side. We're yeah, kind of yeah. clear of ballista shots awesome. unless they can arc it over the edge of the cliff. Or something. You tell me what it looks like again. You had, you had. <laughs> A gazillion miles yeah. of space to choose. So you chose a spot that's good for you. You were able to it's find a great idea, man. Run with that. Okay, so I mean, if that's that's what we got. I mean, Baron so is the, now Baron. Yeah, Baron's not Baron. Baron is basically like, okay, I mean, in place we go. So if they can, if we can get a spot here where essentially they have to come around the bend and fight us here, and their blisters are back here, they don't have a clear line of fire on us over there. So that's. No, I didn't of, follow that. You didn't follow that at all. Okay, ballistas here. Just, but then, like, so just bend draw, here. Draw, just draw describe, yeah, describe you what you want. Your... The pit to go like this. No, no, no the pit here. But the right. pit is already drawn. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's abstract. Right. Okay. So it's great. Uh, I think, Justin I think says, it's pretty good. Because if they're trying to get to here and they want to shoot this, they don't have a line of sight. Like, unless they bring them all the way freaking up. But this may be clogged with centaurs. So. That's, that's what I'm saying. The bend seems like it's very beneficial. Um, but Baron is looking around at the mountains and what he knows is stonework and trying to find a good spot that will be able to Mock be collapsed. Existing with a spot from beneath. What's yeah. the coolest spot? So Mock is hanging out. Mock is hanging out down in the thing there. So Mock is which one? I expect it's probably the sheerer face, the better, somewhere over here. So put put Baron over there then. Wait, which side are we on of the of the pit? Where are they coming and where are we coming? They're where all the centaurs are. They're coming from this direction. So we're, we're on that side. Yep. Yep. You're on what side? Uh, this side of the pit. Far, far side of the pit. Oh, that I don't understand. I thought you were going to bring it down on the centaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but Maka is going to be on the... This is the where... Oh, this well... This okay. side of the moat. Yeah, yeah. Baron's over there, you said you were assisting by right, looking... Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. I'm spotting for him. Surveying. Okay. Baron's looking for basically the sheerest wall, either on this side or this side, that when cut is mostly going to fall. Yeah, yep. you tell me where it is. Okay, Um. let's say it's... This seems like the most bang for our buck right here, based on when this is drawn, so I like that. So he's actually going to have to, like, I need to cross over. Bummer. <laughs> uh, that spider climb immediately comes into play as he then just scampers up this cliff and is now on this side, basically on the opposite side of this face from y'all. Um, uh, but he has to wait until Dresden is done with the paints, essentially, because I also need <laughs> the paints. Oh, we've got two sets of them. We have two sets of paints? Of yours? Yeah. Oh, no, there are three jars. There are three. Three jars. There oh, yeah. are yeah, three. Yeah. And they're all functionally identical? I'm going to fly wow. one to you. Yeah. I think they're different It colors. was a case really of three pigments, which each with a different, like, ornamental, like, design huh? and color. Huh. Mock also creates... Amazing. A, uh, puts a rope from Baron's side of the pit down. Basically something that he could climb if he has to come down Gotcha. And, and the spider climb more. Yeah. Off. Baron's oh. side of the mountain, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. basically where, where Mach is to his right. Yeah. Right. I gotcha. So I don't know the numbers on the uh, on the thing, but he's basically like, he's gonna find a good spot, and this looks pretty good, so where he can basically cut a diagonal line, basically from like back here a ways, 
down to like the bottom of the cliff face so that when it just suddenly disappears with a pit, this rock face will just crumble down here and crush whatever's here. Yep, I gotcha. So Baron is uh, Baron's like found a good spot where he sees spying. the sort of there's like a differential between the the, the types of stone that is uh, that is in this area. You know, as it's like at a slope, and he knows that if he cuts it just right, he should be able to create a slide. Yeah, basically the sheerer the better because that's like if it's flat, then it's not going to slide much. But what since it's a cliff face, he can cut down like this, and it's all going to go like. That's the line of oil in the candle. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. You can use all these colors for it. So, Baron is up there. Oh, to fill him up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mock. You already gave a little bit, but... Yeah. <clears throat> Mock is... He's he's in that role where he's just try, trying to keep his, his hands and everything and just... Yeah. And, 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 and it, it's not like... For him, he just has a vision for how this should go because he's fought in these battles before. And so he's just basically making sure that the, the wall is, that, that Scrim is building is, is large enough. He's putting his back into like digging out some of the, some of the trench uh, behind it. Um, just like looking at angles of attack, just like Baron says. Baron called out like, hey, we, maybe we can, we can kind of like uh, avoid the, the ballista problem entirely. So he's kind of looking at angles and he's like, well, maybe they could park one there. Um, yeah, he strings up a rope for Baron. He's like, I don't trust that, that trickery magic of potion. I've I've had too many brews go sour on me mid drink, and so he's uh, he strings up a rope. My brews, hopefully. Mm. I mean, you just give him the oh. rope, and then he'll he can toss it down from above, essentially. If it's but, if it's if it's Rika, then definitely not. If it's Morph, I haven't drank enough of your brews. We can remedy that later. And um, yeah, I mean, and, and at that point, it's just more kind of like rousing worlds of words of battle, like. We're about to go in a situation where some or all of us may die, and <laughs> the the last thing we should be doing is thinking about that. So it's just more kind of like, ah, this is this planet is foolproof. They're they're not gonna know what hit them. We'll lay waste to them. Any that are left over, bear draw will eat their hearts. And starts getting a little bit raw about kind of like you know just generating a little bit of kind of like angst and ire and and just instigating violent talk amongst us <laughs> who are about to head into into like massive armed conflict. This is the worst we've seen so far is in his esteem. This is the best thing she's seen yeah. in her whole life. Yeah, awesome. This is so awesome. Um, <laughs> Pancha doesn't have a lot to contribute in the sense of, like, tactics. Um, they Everything seems to be well in hand with the dwarves. Um, but she does spend some time uh, building sort of a stealth effect up here, because everyone seems to be kind of lurking up here. Gonna be you guys are down there, but, but everyone, I mean, four of us, five of us, eh, four. Don't include Anga as a separate being. But, um, so she, so she spends time piling boulders in strategic locations. I mean, this is, this kind of ambush hunting isn't new to her. This is something that they do quite frequently in, in their culture. Um, so, you know, building kind of a, you know, dry brush and kind of, piling it up so that we have somewhere to actually hide when we're up here in this quite obvious location. I mean, when these guys come running down the hill, all they're going to see are like five people. Oh, how are you doing? So she she kind of arranges um, a, a screen of dry brush and whatever she can find, really. This area is like weird. There's weird plants and 
very, very small rocks that just come, go through her fingers. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, you know, she does what she can, but... You have like a ghillie suit, something. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah, she's just kind of like, just trying to work with the terrain. This is very weird terrain for her. Like, desert yeah. desert fighting is not her thing. There's, there's no snow. There's no dirt. I mean, she understands dirt. This is not dirt. Whatever this is that they're all walking on. Where's the loam? Like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, so she's, she's doing her best. Pete. Pete. Where's the Pete? Where's Pete? For Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. There you go. So, yeah, so she's... She's making an effort to, to help conceal the people above. What? Um, I don't want to interrupt. No, that's okay. That's um, the end. You're going? Yeah, are you going? I, I just wanted to so, clarify, because I, I talked about building the mound thing, um, yeah. but I, I realized I didn't actually explain where I am waiting for them. While mounding? Scrim's plan is to try to lightning bolt the siege weapons, so he is hiding up on the ravine, but basically over over this way, so he's not with... Closer up towards the direction of yeah. their expected because, advance. Yeah, because he has talked about trying to lightning bolt that stuff, and then if he sees an opportunity, he will wild shape and go after that leader. Um, and if things get hairy, you know, he's he can basically take care of... He can he can remove himself from the fight. Um, but I just want to clarify, in terms of tactics, that he is not back here. He is hiding up on the ledge. In a, but in a spot that he can safely get down the ledge, like it's not a cliff edge on this, on this side, I'm I feel like I interpreted. That's uh, the cliff it, side. This it's is, cliffy all around. It's cliffy all around is it's the idea can so that the horses cannot get up. If you have someone to climb... Make a rope. They can't climb the rope that you can climb. He, yes. he lowers a rope from... Uh, he has a rope coiled and tied to something at the top here, and he will toss it down when it's time. Yeah. This is like <laughs> over by Mock, this prepared rope as exactly. well. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm drawing. I like the rope. Well, anybody else like a potion of climbing? We've got two more. Do you have flying? What's the potion? Nick. Is it climbing or spider climbing? It's climb? potion of climbing. Climbing okay. speed equals walking speed advantage on athletics. Yes. Sure. Uh, yes, Bearjaw will do it. Bear Who's going to be in the trench with Mock? He would request specifically that Bearjaw's in the trench. Okay, I will go to the trench. I have built you a fine duck blind. And Bearjaw is taking a uh, potion. A horse blind. Uh, Bearjaw actually already has one and Mock has one. Ah, according I think, uh, I think Mock would probably... I'll take it, but I don't remember. Not only bring, like... I mean, he has, he has arrows himself, but also, like, a big stack. Like, several cords of javelins for Bearjaw to throw at full 45-degree oh, yes. oh, yes. arcs. <laughs> like, two can play at that game, assholes firing from the far side of a mountain. Alright, Grumbar is out of sight. Oil so vein. Like uh, yeah, yeah, um, you. So you see, like, he, uh. His head, his forearm, his shadow blood arm, around his forearm, you can see kind of cool? a spiral formation forming around, uh, up, like, leading up from his elbow a spiral to blood. his arm, and this spiral kind of unravels and kind of spreads. And you can see the wand of the war mage <gasps> in his arm. <gasps> so, in your arm. Where his radius and his armor should be. You just oh, see that. And his, his fingers kind of splay a little it bit. It is good. And, like in his, where his palm is, like there's a little bit of there's like a. Little, like, a like, the fingers just like yeah, go all the way around. It's like a perfect it's like yeah. rotating. <laughs> and then he walks over, so he awesome. kind of uh, finds a position, a sniping position, kind of closely around this bend. Because he can only shoot so far. He's got a decent range, but not like, you know, arrow mock range. <laughs> um, so he's kind of around this corner, so he can shoot when the centaurs approach. They they round the bend, and so yeah, he's just gonna snipe at them when he gets a chance, because that's kind of all he has right now. So. Alrighty, 
Tassel moats are, by the way, according to a viewer, uh, approximately mm-hmm. 30 feet deep, typically about 12 feet wide. So we call it double for centaurs? Video games apply. Yeah. Yeah. It's a centaur. Mode. Although castle moats would be to defend against cavalry as well, right? Anyway, doesn't matter, but that's an interesting little tidbit. But 30 feet deep is that's a really far drop. And 12 feet out to a castle wall is pretty insurmountable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, because if you have a drawbridge, it's going to be only so long. You can't make it. Like, you don't need super to be super long. long. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be 12 feet seems pretty structurally sound, but if it's like... Any longer? Thirty. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Spider potion. Yeah. One spider potion with <coughs> us two. No, Bearjaw already has one. Oh, she has one. Okay, one. perfect. Then both of us, great. You each have one. All right. As Baron's already quaffed his to get up there, so it may be expired by the time they get here. Oh, maybe. Uh, you could get up there without needing to quaff it. Yeah. You did not oh. need it for this. You got plenty of time. You can walk. The whole point okay. of this area yeah. is that you can walk up here. Okay. Uh-huh. That's what I said in the beginning. So yeah. just let me make that clear again, that. so that everyone gets it. The whole point is on your side. Yeah. You can get up the sides. This is the yeah. this is the exit of the ravine. Got you. And the ravine goes on for a while that way. Sure. So the the strategic choice here. I made this call for you just to skip some of the discussions. Mm-hmm. So the idea here is that yeah, once they're in the ravine, for them to double back and like go around and go a different way is a long way back. Yeah. Now that would still be a threat, but like you've sure. got a long time to plan for that. Right. And maybe even enough to buy you enough time, you know, till morning, right? It's getting it's late right. in the evening. Maybe, it's, yeah, you know, maybe I mean, that... it, it's the early hours of the morning. It's like two, three, four AM. Mark says uh, to Drustin, he's like, Oi, Drustin, remember we're playing for time here. Anything that slows them down will help us, and sometimes the best weapons are words. You're the only one who can communicate, so bring your best insults to the battlefield. Any more, Coulson? I'm running low on power here. Right, but... Oh, yes, so you say that. Show me your bottom. About 45 minutes into all this preparation, sooner than you were expecting to see anyone. Who's uh, keeping most watch out? Who's uh, who's up front? I guess Scrimcorn's over there, Baron's over there. Is Anga next to me? Is that what that is? Yeah, Anga's keeping... Oh, Anga sees... Anga probably sees easiest. She's She's uh, high up. And it's night. Sees centaurs on the horizon. Anga sees centaurs! Baron, Scrimcorn, it's easy enough to see down the ravine some dust being kicked up. Scrim is just peeking up. He's trying to stay hidden. Scrimcorn. This is not. He's trying to stay hidden. Uh, as they come a bit closer, solidifies into, or the, the visual solidifies, the, it becomes clear there are three centaurs riding. You don't see plumes of, uh, uh, plumes of, Sand and dirt riding up behind them. This must be a forward group. Mm, not 70. Just three. There are three in this group, and they're running at a full gallop. Justin. Is your fog up? No. No, it's not. No. It lasts for an hour, so we wanted to wait until they were a little closer. Justin, mm-hmm. as they get closer, takes out his sigil of a shardalon and focuses on the power of it. And it's nighttime, it's a little cooler. Uh, the the just kind of dew in the air suddenly turns into this, gets superheated by almost the, the spirit of a dragon breath, and it turns into a swirling mist. Uh, and he's casting Fog Cloud. The fog 
rapidly gets thicker and thicker in the ravine, completely obscuring yeah, the pit. Twenty the foot three, radius, so crosses over right here. The three uh, centaurs at a distance uh, uh, slow down for a moment. The lead, they're, they're all riding like uh, uh, shoulder to shoulder, and you see now as they get a bit closer. One is a human uh, torsoed centaur, and the other two are the demonic torsoed centaurs that you saw earlier. Um, one of them a head shorter than the other. And they rear up! Except they don't make that noise. They say, hey now! Hey! That's one of them. They they make one of those noises, but I'm not gonna say which. Um, and uh, uh, the human one uh, rears up for a moment, and uh, they're too far away to, to, to hear much. But he uh, looks around, and they uh, they all get out their uh, they all get out their weapons. They dismount. The human uh, <laughs> the human centaur takes a uh, takes a couple steps forward eyeing the fog when you see the demon torso the taller demon torso centaur take his uh lance spear spear be a lance lance right? is an actual weapon be a, special, lance. a special weapon for a mounted combat takes his lance and thrusts it forward stabbing through the human torso of the lead centaur you hear a scream and he uh, draws a uh, draws a sword from his sheath as the other demonic centaur takes his lance and stabs it through from the other side on the human torsoed centaur who falls to the ground. That wasn't cool like the of blood guy, spreading. That totally was the leader guy. Holding a horn. Was he holding a horn? They're pretty far away. No, doesn't look like him. So that's racism a really surprising turn of the worst people. <laughs> what was your name? It was dark. Oh, oh. I mean, still, you know, they're still I like a hundred feet away. I or thought something. it was on the other side. Baron is watching all this, and he's really too far away from anyone to like <laughs> talk about like what just happened. So he's just like, the hell? <laughs> the hell? What in the nine hells? <laughs> I had a little bit of respect for these people because they were so uncivilized, but this has gone too far. <laughs> This has gone too far. That's too It's gone from natural order to savage. I mean, I guess it is kind of uh, more natural world, more pecking order things. Shrimp's like, well, straight murder. Okay. The, the taller of the two demonic centaurs leans down, crouches down, squats down. Uh, so many horse terms that I do not know. Kneels on his horse knees. Kneels on his horse knees. Get nothing done. No, you would not. So, do I have boobs here and here? Oh my god. Okay, shh. So, they, uh, leans down and, uh, starts tearing off some of the very light. They don't wear a ton of uh, clothing. They got some armor, but it's like, it's just very light hides here and there. But tears off uh, uh, a bit of fabric and starts tying it uh, uh, starts tying it around uh, his lance and then uh, tears off another and hands it to the uh, to the shorter of the two. Baron is completely confused. <laughs> yeah, like we're all just like Scrim wants to get closer and also tell the group but he's he doesn't want to get away his position. Mop pulls out a spyglass and he sees the end of the, of the ravine twice as big as it is. <laughs> After another minute or so, uh, both centaurs raise up their lances with a uh, uh, with a scrap of white cloth tailing from the tip of their lances as uh, they uh, 
say something to each other. You can barely hear them, if but uh, they're not speaking a language that you understand. Is this, I, uh, I mean, if is it's not... White Cloth in our D&D world also oh Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, of course it is. Okay. I think it's like um, the Harkonnens and them at like poison and death or something. Yeah. No, 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 uh, of course it is. <laughs> and uh, they hold their lances up and start uh, uh, and start galloping forward. Jusen's going to use uh, the spell Minor Illusion, which can allow him to create his voice from another area, basically, as long as he wants. And he's going to uh, create it on the other side of the canyon. Past the fog wall, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Just so that it's coming from like... Over there, right? Um, I mean, it'll echo everywhere. Um, and he's, Wait, okay, I don't know what that means. He's other, going side of the other side, so Wizard instead of, of his voice coming from here, the voice is coming okay, from over. I got you. Yeah. Just somewhere just where so no one is. Like, Perfect. Hey, <laughs> they came out of their hiding place. Some, somewhere where no one is. I yeah, get exactly. you. Go for it. Uh, he creates it from where Baron is. I mean, that's what it looked like. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. where no one is. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, you. in in common. Uh, he will say, uh, uh, what is the meaning of this? Explain yourselves in the common tongue. And, uh, he rears up and stops as, uh, both centaurs stop and, uh, like, back up and sidestep around, like, looking, uh, uh, looking all around. But they, they're basic. You can see, uh... You can see, like, the grip moves to, like, a ready grip on the lance and then, like, retracts. Like, it's a natural reaction to, like, grab for combat and then holds it back and holds the lance, like, tapped to the ground, held straight up in the air. And, uh, he's looking for, uh, uh, they're both looking for anyone up around. You guys staying hidden up on the ridges? 11 minutes to cast Comprehend Languages. (laughs) You guys looking up on the ridges? Yeah, we're. Uh, I mean, we're not. I mean, I'm sorry, not looking up in the ridges. Staying. You, Baron and Scrim are up, like, on the sides of this ravine Scrim right now. will wait for a little bit because he knows what he is and that he is not the diplomat of the group. But if no one. What? He's also, like, results driven, so if he sees no one specifically like Mock or Baron interacting with these guys. Well, we're around the corner. Well, no, it, it's clear Drewston is interacting with them right yeah, now. Right. He just spoke to them. Okay. So, I'm just asking if you're staying hidden. He's staying hidden. He's staying okay. hidden. And Baron. Uh, he'll wait a second. All right. The centaurs look around, and then uh, uh, and then the taller one speaks uh, uh, speaks back and says, Oh, we wish to parlay. Okay, well, minor illusion is a cantrip, so I'll just keep on casting it. Do it. Wizard you can just uh, carry a whole conversation yeah. in illusory uh, voice. I mean, presuming uh, you can hear them from that distance. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. we're in a cameo. Yes, you can hear it. Uh, please shout it up there for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk towards my voice. Talk up there. Uh, what he's going to do is Anga is going to circle down. Just kind of hovering in the middle. That's a good idea. And Out he's going to cast the owl. Minor illusion. <laughs> <laughs> that is badass. And uh, the voice says, oh, you wish to parlay with those who uh, rule the, the skies. <laughs> with the captains of the <laughs> twin balloons. With those who you also send a horde after. Uh, why should we believe you? You, 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 you. Waken. 
We can give you information. And what do you wish? We can give you information. And what do you wish in return? Return, return, return. Uh, says, Are you the ones with the balloons? The twin balloons. We command the shadow of the twin balloons. balloons. <laughs> Gotta keep up the, the, the phrasing here. It's copyright. Those it says, early acting classes are really paying off. Oh, yeah. It early acting. <laughs> it says, I ask yeah. but one thing. Yes. Yeah. He says, I want to ride. He says, take my son on your ship. Take him out of this place. Take him to safety. And I'll tell you everything about who's coming this way. What? Did he motion when he said his son? He gestured to the shorter of the... Of the, the head shorter. Ah, the head shorter of the demonic-looking one. Jason's like, I want to say yes right away. Are we running but, out of space on the balloon? Can we carry a passenger? Well, hang Is it getting cramped? I mean, with, with a centaur, it would be cramped. <laughs> 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 centaur, I mean, centaurs are big. Okay. But it's uh, a child. <laughs> To where do you wish for us to ferry your son? Son, son, son. son. Anywhere. Anywhere out of this place. Except for Haya Massacre. Says, we cannot flee. We cannot run anywhere in the desert. They will find us. Says, they will kill us. They will kill him. Tell ambiguity. Show, uh, I want to know that the information you have is valuable enough worth. Give us one thing you think we would seek to prove the value you to prove the information you have has value, 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 value. Yes, I will tell you what you can do to make them all lay down their arms. Okay. That's pretty good. Hmm. Do we sense deception at this point? Oh yeah, no one want insight. I mean, Baron's but this is mostly this, just for his own knowledge because he can't uh, really communicate this easily. The, no, <laughs> the voice in this guy is trembling. Yeah, he sounds like you don't even need to be good at reading someone to tell that he sounds terrified. He sounds genuinely like terrified. This hit, is an act of desperation. This is an act of desperation, and he like his voice is trembling. He is hesitating to find his words. He just killed Why? somebody. Okay. Does he need his son out of here? Jason ah, likes this. Jason's <laughs> <laughs> like, I've hesitated long enough that no one's gonna call me on it. Does your okay. son know how to be the proprietor of a museum? Does he know how to change? <laughs> uh, he says, Can he read plaques to people? Uh, Will he wear a bell? Is he literate? <laughs> said, Send your son at a full gallop into the fog. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> and he will be free. I said, Now he says, Send your son into the fog. Just one centaur's length in, in, in. Why? Because it's not. He it, looks to his son. Yeah. It'll be kind of mysterious. mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's gonna just disappear into the fall. Yeah. But not far enough to fall into the pit. How the hell is he gonna get across? Like he's not. He's, he's just he's getting a into said. the mist. That's all. That's all he's saying. Saying. Yeah, yeah, hang on. That it. was the question. Testing. They look at each other for a bit. And uh, he reaches out and grabs the lance of uh, uh, of the other centaur, and he uh, 
He nods to the younger centaur, who uh, takes a slow trot forward. It's a warm fog. Into the fog. It's a warm fog. Does he? Does this younger guy? Does this younger centaur? Does, is he like a baby-faced <laughs> demon centaur, or is he Acne. like a does he go no, young man? No, he, he like he's a head shorter, but that doesn't put him. That doesn't put him much shorter than the smaller of the centaurs that originally charged you. Like, he didn't look like a child from a distance. Right. So he, he doesn't look like a kid. Uh, no. Like no. He looks like, it, well, face. here's part of the problem. They're, they're demonic. You saw the picture last week. I should pull it yeah. up again. But they're, like, they're demonic <laughs> faced right. and, like, they, they have very different features. If you're not used to uh, half-demons, uh, even judging the age of a half-demon, it'd probably be a little bit difficult for you. So, yes, he looks younger. Smaller. Like, it's obvious that he's younger, but that's about it. Is he, he, looks, he, still is he looks equivalent dangerous. of eight yeah, or yeah. a teenage? Yo, yeah, he still looks dangerous. dangerous. That's kind of uh, less weathered, yeah. less wrinkled. Yeah. Can so he, uh, he trots forward fog. into the fog and then stops. We accept your sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, uh, uh, your son shall be kept safe aboard the gift. Gift, gift, gift. If you couldn't read, that was the name of it. Uh, <laughs> now, tell us, what uh, what shall disarm these centaurs? Ours, ours. Oh. I need... I need a guarantee. Okay. Of my son's safety. I am... He says, I'm still here! Anga's gonna fly back. There's a pit of spikes. And perch on Jason's shoulder. He's gonna step out to the edge. He's above the fog cloud, so you can see above the fog cloud. Okay, to where he I love is. it. And uh, he just shouts in his own voice, You have my guarantee! It's a lot less intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> he says, You must take them out of the desert! I. Hi. Hi. Huh? Uh, we shout. He says, uh, you're a much trustworthier father than I've ever had. And I'll appreciate you looking out for your for your kin. We shall take him to a place of safety. Uh, but tell us, I mean, oh, we cannot do so if we're swarmed by the rest of your horde. What can we do to keep him and ourselves safe? The what would they call the group? The herd. Uh, herd. The herd that comes your way. It says, it says the resolve is uh, resolve is the wrong word. Let me think of the right word. Uh, Bloodlust. Loyalty. It says mind control. Their loyalties. He says are thin. It says he says. It is the human, it is the human centaurs. He says, they are the masters. He says, strike them down. Strike them down and guarantee the safety of the others. He says, and they will lay down their arms. I give you my word. The group, synchronized, muddle, mumbles, fucking humans. Yeah. Danny the Manator. They ruin everything. The centaur world included. Right. The okay. humans that we have had contact with are basically Ted. Yeah. Pretty much. And the guards. He's such a loud representative. Uh, hey, hey, hey. The town didn't protect the halflings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck them. 
But with the brothels, man. All right, keep going. Keep, uh, yeah, keep going. Uh, so he, good sorry, Josh mentioned, he mentioned the humans, plural. Just the a, human centaurs. How many? How many? How many? But he's but yeah, send plural. Yeah, as he killed not, one of them. Right. Now. So there's so yeah. it might not be just. Uh, is there is there some kind of code or message we could give your kin to let them know that we're siding with them against the Mantars? Good. <laughs> Good. That's it's a just, weird way to. Just. I don't know them all. I don't have a signal. But if you. He says. But if you tell them that you will spare their lives after you have killed their slavers. He says. Oh, slavers. He yeah. says. Oh, yeah. He says, that will do it. They did not want to come on this. Many of them see this as a. Uh, uh, as this. As a foolhardy charge. Kind of suicide story. He says, the one who came back. From the failed, uh, from the failed assault, he had one of the strongest, uh, strongest, uh, uh, fighters in his... Ranks? Retinue. In his retinue. And, he says, and if they were beaten back, it's foolish to go back. It is his pride that is driving it. It is only because he was owed a few favors from a couple of the other masters that they are bringing theirs to bear. Bringing their forces to bear. And what do you call your king, your type of centaur? He says, we are the demon-blooded. Oh, it's got that pretty cool. You may, says, might want to rebrand. <laughs> yeah. He says, cool. the Mantars. He says, they breed us. Oh. He says, they, uh... Oh, that's messed up. They, may, they have dark designs with a demon. We are, we are beasts of burden. <laughs> Kanya, uh... We are ox stars. Kanya, be of assistance too. Uh, would you be able to go back to your horde and uh, be one of the first to strike a blow against your masters in the fight? Or at least lend a word when we start targeting only the Mantars? He says, if I return alone, I can't guarantee I'll take another step in this direction. Uh, Sucks to be. I think the only people who were close enough to actually chat with you without just yelling would yeah, probably be. Yeah, oil vein. Looks like morph and oil vein. Do you want me to shoot him? <laughs> you want uh, me to shoot him? Oh, you gotta get his son across. What'd you say? We gotta get his son across, and then uh, he's gotta cross too. All right. Um, he says, but. Paint a plank. He says, yeah. if I can. If it works out, he says, I'll be there. If you guarantee. Yeah, Trucin drops the fog cloud. Aww. And he sees the sun just standing there, picking his nose. <laughs> picking his nose. Uh, and he sees the spike pit in front. And he says. He rears up for a moment, yeah. looking at the spike pit, eyes wide. <laughs> His son wasn't like at the like right at the edge. It was a few feet. He had at least three inches. Yeah. Close enough, you know, to like be startled. His son's just in there. I said one Stupid centaur. He says, uh, uh, "It could they pick their way?" No. Did we make it thirty feet deep? 
you, you made it so that the centaurs cannot, cannot pass cry. this. That is very clear. Uh, centaurs cannot cross this. Gas fly That's its him? only objective. <laughs> uh, bear jaw has a potion of flying. Oh my god. Paint a bridge. Very oh, easy. that's true. Or, or, <laughs> bear jaw said that. or, because we got, got halfway into this conversation, can a large centaur ride a huge snake? <laughs> Does it need to be at least one Let's size paint larger? The instead. And the body style needs to Get, be of a type. There is no threat here. Getting the centaur across is a trivial matter for your, a group of your skills. We and magical, yeah, competent, one hundred percent. We get the center. Uh, it could uh, do the problem solving of this, but I don't feel it's the most interesting problem to solve. So, what sounds most interesting? Paint or mouth? Paint, 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 paint. Paint the jetpack on the centaur. Yes. That's With legitimate light, use. Powered by the lightning rod. Now you just need to wait for a thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah. Wait there. Uh, yeah. A small, a, yeah. small bridge. Small bridge. Uh, what he does is he, he paints a small bridge that's like along the edge of this. Perfect. So it doesn't need a lot of supports. Um, yeah. Yeah, and as he comes out of here, it's 10 minutes. And he's kind of feeling chatty after all this adrenaline <laughs> pumping through his system. He says, oh. You got a good dad there. Uh, you'll lock the balloon. What's your name? Kevin. Oh shit! My name is Kevin. Norse the horse. Norse the horse. Horse is a pretty good name for sometimes. They don't give us names. Oh. I've always fancied the name Kevin. Yes. <laughs> 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 I locked that one too for some reason. Oh no! Kevin. Beautiful. Oh, no. I accept that. <laughs> Whenever addressing these, neg- these negotiations, Kevin's just beginning. Yeah, <laughs> we've got the Kevon Brinkstone. We've got Kevin the Centaur. We're just going to live in the so, Kevon Brinkstone. So, Kevin is, is with you guys Kevin on the bluffs, right? Yeah. Uh, he's not in the trench with Bear Jar and I. Well, he crossed the trench. He's in the trench. So, Mock ties him up. It's unrealistic <laughs> to let him get up there. Yeah. Mock ties him up. So he crosses he, over and he crosses over. Mock says, he says, uh, you right this way, laddie, but you'll not be a part of this battle while I'm here. Oh, uh, should we he says, have. I don't want to be. He says, very well, but I can't risk you, you, you changing your mind. So he ties him up. Like, not hog ties him, but like. Hobbles him. You know, like, you horses. Binds his hand. Binds his hand. figure eight around the legs. And he says, he says, on the word of my cousin, will not you leave you here? But uh, things are about, I mean, unless he objects or like flees or something. The, and and Mock is not the being father, aggressive here. The father on the other side says, If you lose this battle, he needs, needs, a, needs a chance to escape. Mock says, I'll cut them loose, but not until we lose the battle. And he says it hard. <laughs> the centaur's nose flares. You can see this from me. From many people. Mock says, we trust you enough to save your son, but not to fight alongside. Well, maybe for the best, if um, if the worst happens and we are slain, they'll think your son was taken prisoner, not turned traitor. He looks around, and who can he see there? And now it's Mock and Bearjaw on the other side. I, mean, I guess at this point, to... Baron just kind of stands right. up because he's he tired of crouching. <laughs> Stop yeah, so he spotted more of you as you've each uh, become oh, visible. Oh, it. Scrim still stays hidden. Uh, Scrim stays hidden. It's his way. What a bad life to make right. me poor knees. <laughs> he, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, he, uh, uh, he says, Okay. Gives him a nod. He says, Son. He says, You get out of this place. I get the idea that Kevin means something in the Centaur language. Think on that. Maybe a 36 question. Do they answer. spell it K apostrophe Vin? Uh, he. Kevin. Kevin. With a Y. <laughs> yeah. Kevin. <laughs> he says, I'll return. He says, I will tell them that that there was an ambush and that you slayed my son. And he looks over. Vin. And he says, you may want to move the body. I? Like, like a marionette of some kind? Like, well, we'll throw it in the bin and cast another five cloud. Oh, good. Yep. Yeah. We'll take care of it. He says, I'll tell him that we passed through the fog. Will the fog return? Oh, I mean, I mean. <laughs> I'm gonna kill He says, I'll tell them that we passed through the fog and that in. Another mile down the road is when the ambush happened. Oh, that's real good. That's some clever thinking there. <laughs> he says, "It'll be lucky if they listen to a word I say." You've done a good thing for your son. I hope so. Aye, don't do anything foolish. Keep yourself alive. You are doing good work for your son. And uh, he picks up his lance and removes the uh, scrap of fabric, tossing it to the ground. And, uh... Covers it with a big horse poop. <laughs> he Ooh. takes, uh... He's got a little short sword on his, uh... Horse belt. Um... Girdle. <laughs> girdle. Saddle. And, uh, uh... Waste he removes cup. it. And he, uh... You see him hold it against his, uh... uh chest and his upper arm. And then he just slices hey. upwards as blood, uh... uh pours oh. out. And he holds it. Turn your eyes, Kevin... And then he uh, uh, he resheats his sword so and rides crazy. off to the uh, rides off towards the direction okay. he came. Uh, I'll drag the body into the pit. Virgil, would you destroy the bridge behind me? With pleasure. Crosses over, <laughs> and then realizes he's trying to push a giant horse in. And uh, calls for Morph to come down and help him out. Morph does not come down and says, Bear job, you're stronger than I. It's just cool. Just it's just good you know back into it. You go help with the body. I'll destroy the bridge, Aurora says. With Shadow Spike. Aurora's, Aurora's not there. Oh, Aurora's not there? She's the I forgot she's the ballista you, operator. I love you Aurora. You go, you go deal this with is the what Bearjaw imagined Aurora would say if Aurora were here. Aurora, get the... Morph says he'll destroy the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, Morph will destroy the bridge. Ah, okay. Doesn't Bear Jump to get back? Yeah, after. I can jump that far. Alright, the body's in the pit. I can as, as the body. I believe Bear Jump would say that. <laughs> I can jump it. Well, you don't think I guess. As they drag the body into the pit, as they chuck the body into the pit, you see Morph you see more brandish a first or second juice. You see more brandish what looks like a piece of broken ballista bolt from the ship. Hmm. One or two. And 
From it emanates a blast of magical frost, which hits the bridge right in the middle, and you hear it crack, and it sinks in. It's perfectly just flimsy enough to yeah. carry a young horse demon. Horse Once. <laughs> Not <laughs> twice. Yeah, yeah. The, young yeah the other way to break it would have just been to tell Kevin to ride back across the other way. <laughs> it's called a Kevtor. A Kevtor. <laughs> it's a Kevtor. <laughs> Uh, anyways. And it is spelled K apostrophe V-I-N. Yeah. V-Y-N. 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 Ultimate D&D Yeah. Kevin. 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 It works better as... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, he doesn't know how to spell. He's a horse. He can true. barely count. Yeah, <laughs> put peanut butter on his gums. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, so he, so he. I don't take care of you. Uh, He's father, gone. <laughs> we lever, never learned his name. Um, Dad. He doesn't have him. Paul. They covered Paul. that. Yeah. He covered what the names Dad. are. They're unnamed. He didn't have one. We don't have to feel bad when we kill. It's them. like the it's the unsullied. Like, like they don't have um. Gray worm. All right. Uh, he, so he goes back. So is it? He's been tied <laughs> up. Um. Uh, over here, I mean, basically the equivalent of like handcuffed kind of thing. He's like, he's yeah. not hog guys, restrained, um, and hobbled like what you do to horses. And then the we, and then we are just, then we're just hanging out again. It, it, it's quiet again once on this area, right? Yes, for a while. Super quiet. Okay. quiet. Dig. I'm gonna keep an eye out for when the horde is getting near. Baron is cleaning off his line, basically getting a nice, smooth, free of obstacles line for this thing that he's gonna paint. So that when he has to paint, he can, you know, he doesn't have to, like, okay, clear the brush. He's, like, basically he's weeding right now. <laughs> he's, weeding. he's weeding and clearing rocks and yeah, making a nice, smooth thing that he can paint. So you can't do, like, half of it to prepare, because it always takes ten minutes. Yeah, it always takes ten minutes, unfortunately. So, well, it's ten minutes per, uh, like, square foot or something. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Per is, square foot? I ain't you all I can't remember what it is. Or maybe it's per ten square feet. By the way, just, just to establish mood... Scream is on the opposite side of the ravine. But ten minutes is enough to do it. Staying hidden so he can't say anything. But equal altitude of Baron. Watching Baron weed the (laughs) cliffside going... The fuck are you doing? The art of mystery. He's he's just like sitting there like waiting for Cinders to show up. And he's like walking down and he just goes... Baron knows he walks like... If you'd like to clear the dirt for me, I'd be happy. I just need to... A nice, clean surface to paint on. Scrim looks across the, the ravine and says, Shh. <laughs> Baron mutters to himself and goes back to his work. Just trying to keep going involved. Librarians. A librarian, Scrim. Worse than my smart ass kid. <laughs> help me with the yard right. work. Help me with the. It's she another. Dead. It's another hour before. Hoofbeats in the distance. The centaurs are here. Jason Kevin the Fun Club. Do we see Father of Kevin? Paul. Well, hang on. There are like 60 of them, and they're too far to see. And they have siege weapons. Paul. That's not the right track. (laughs) I mean, it could be. (laughs) So, where over the rainbow? And it hits. And it hits. <laughs> it hits. It's, it's One blind shot over the bluff, 
And we go Bullseye. Like, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, this is good. Parabellum. It is time for Parabellum. His <laughs> name is Kevin Parabellum. Right. Parabellum doesn't even mean prepare for war. It Shut means up. for Shut war. No. Yeah, it's for war. No. We looked it up. Yeah. Par- I mean, Parabellum. Kevin Parabellum, that's his name now. Parabellum. 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 Center to arriving. There's a fog cloud. You are right. It extends about twenty feet in front of the pit. Twenty feet into the pit. Into the pit. Yeah. Twenty feet up. The centers arrive. Each of these centaur. Dudes represents fifteen <laughs> centaurs. <laughs> it's a toy. Fifteen centaurs and it's a personal a personal. mantar. And a mantar. Well, fourteen demon tars and a uh, and one mantar. As uh, they have, uh, they're they're in like a long line, like sixty of them in this fairly it's narrow ravine. They're riding like two or three abreast. And, uh, uh, which means it's, you know, 30, uh, uh, 30 going back, or 20 to 30, uh, in the line going back. They are, they are roughly separated into these groups, though. You see, as they approach closer, there is a, uh, there is a mantar in the sort of center of this first group that is headed forward. They slow down when they see the fog up ahead and, uh, turns back. And you can hear the shouting now because this is shouting. And he says, "He says, here's the fog." He says, "It is what uh, it is what the scouts reported." He says, "Ride through. The ambush is a mile down the road." They barely hear. And then the witch appears above the fog and does it just for good measure. (laughs) (laughs) Alga takes her owl wings. Yes. I love imagining Anga doing like very anthropomorphic things. All right, Archimedes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and uh, no one makes any move, right? You're waiting for them to just run in. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine. Like uh, weird, there's the laughter. I won't speak for Baron. He's got his plans. The laughing covenant. They slow down <laughs> to uh, uh, slow trot. down to a trot and into the fog wall. Baron starts painting. It says, "Stay alert!" As uh, uh, the Mantar shouts to all the demon tars. Uh, around, and the first group enters the fog. Can't be that many, man. It's just the first ones are gonna go, and then. And uh, that's when you hear the horrible noise. Uh, the horrible noise of screaming and uh, uh, impaling, and the sound of impaling, the sound of flesh. Tearing and uh, is a centaur dying sound more like a horse dying or a man dying? A uh, man dying because that's ah! what are. Ah, I hit man but the demons sound more like demons dying. Yeah, yeah. my demon parts. <laughs> my demon parts. So they can't. How, how can they see in this fog? How? What? What is this fog? Oh, What's the nature of this effect? fog? 
What is the nature? Uh, Total concealment? It's heavily obscured. Yeah, heavily, heavily obscured. obscured. Which is total concealment. But you can't, can't see, see anything. anything. Heavily obscured. There's no total concealment. It's well, yeah, heavily okay, obscured. That's, that's the wrong wrong edition. Sorry. If you want to, you can see <laughs> nothing. Fourth edition turns. Until you land at the feet of the troll. Uh, <laughs> Alright. You hear the screams of multiple centaurs as uh, as flesh tears and uh, and you hear these uh, uh, these groans and screams as uh, uh, there is a huge panic in there. It says, "The ambush is here! What's going on? I can't see!" My horse parts. And then you hear a it bunch of. Does anyone speak abyssal? My flames. No, bear does yeah, not speak abyssal. No. No. No one speaks abyssal. Okay. And so I'm not sure. <laughs> Hear a bunch of uh, a bunch of words being spoken in a language you don't understand, but you recognize as a bit. Sounds like uh, what's the snake speech from Harry Potter? Parcel. Isn't that what the Oh sure. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. Laughing is like, does anyone speak missile? Baron does not speak missile. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, That's good. <laughs> Alright, so several fell in. Let's go. Roll initiative. Roll initiative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking so. Oh, goddammit. Sam, yellow pencil. Yellow pencil. Yeah. Uh, that's an orange pencil. Oh, orange pencil. You can't press You killed your Oh my god, I crit on initiative. Oh. Yay. Dan, the centaurs are just going to be evenly spaced throughout the players. Okay. Four groups. Starting at the top or starting at the Oh, wait, I have an advantage. No, they're not going to go first because you have to jump on them. Put the names on the board, I'll tell you what. No, I have a disadvantage because I have one level of exhaustion. When I point at you, tell me your initiative. Three! 23. Oh. That's a lot better. That's spread. 15. 19. You rolled it with that 20. You're going to tell me. Six. Thirteen. Parted by nineteen. Whoa, no. Whoa, nineteen A or B. A or B. Roll oh, off with A. A or B. Roll off the jaw. Nope, 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 nope. That's a one. Nope. That's a thirteen. I was really hoping to be a twenty. You barely got. <laughs> you barely beat me. A roll off with a one and twenty spread. Is so the definitely spread it on. More. 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 I haven't seen this spelling in it. Morph. It should be M O R F P H. I accidentally wrote dwarf, so I just replaced morph. the D with an M. <laughs> just morph. What? Oh. So of the players, morph. it's morph. morph. And then scrim. Um, as 19A. Just put yeah. them all okay. on the board with a little bit of space right, we'll and I'll tell but you where right. right. so I'm saying if that for, works. For who's on deck is what I usually think. Who's on I first? Morph. Morph. Go back. Morph. Morph. I kind of love the net name. Like, just dwarf but with an M in the beginning. Morph. Fucking wicked cool morph. Yeah, it's like how it's like. morph. So it's morph as morph. 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 You see more totally accent? ready to Terrible. attack his captors. He immediately beside himself conjures a turret. So when you say turret, what it, what is it? It basically what he does is he has in his hand a bunch of those jumbly tools that look like they're made from like bits and pieces salvaged, and he just throws them on the ground and as he said earlier, gives them a little oomph. 
and you feel the magic flow into them, and they assemble on their own, transformer style, into a turret that looks like um, almost like a cannon. Like it's gonna shoot something out of it. So she made it's a like a pirate cannon. cannon? Okay. She Mom. made it so like a so like a dwarven pirate cannon. Yes. She made a Galvatron just sitting on the top of it. Yes. Nice. And it's like a blunderbuss, but like bigger. Like with grape shot, <laughs> oh, no. but with All spider right. feet. And, and it's visible, a, right? It's visible. Yeah. Right. And then as a bonus action, Morph sends sparks at it from his other hand. And it shoots at a close centaur that is visible, the human centaur that is visible in the second uh, party. So there is no human visible to the centaur. There is no human. There is no mantar that is visible in the first group because they went into yes, the fall. Yes, I'm saying in the second group. The se- oh, I'm sorry. You said second. Yes. I got you. In the second group. Second group. And that doesn't attack. Bear with me because this is the first time I'm doing these oh, mechanics. You got it. Um. Okay, range spell attack, so that uses uh, plus seven. seven. Okay. So an attack, that's a 15 versus, yeah, just a uh, 15 because that's how fifth edition works. Yeah. A, oh, that's right, versus. It's hard to not say the versus. I got so used to it, man. Yeah, and it's one thing I liked. Yeah. I liked the versus thing. Yeah. But it was it slowed things down, just like a lot of other things. Um, Fifteen uh, is uh, uh, that is enough. That is enough. Okay, it takes force damage and is knocked backwards five feet. How much damage? Uh, rolling that up for you in a moment. That would be a thirteen plus. Hold on, no, no, just thirteen because that's not with an implement. Thirteen damage. Thirteen damage. Can I have a pencil? A question on ranges for various spells and effects. A lot of these yes. things have ranges. So how? What, I don't have a good idea of how sensitive the scale is here. Um, the ones up in front mm-hmm. are close enough. Uh huh. The ones further back than that are a bit further, and further than that is super far. We got like sixty nine. So if it's a short range or... spell. I've got my the most of mine are sixty feet and my longest one is one twenty. So sixty is is pretty darn good range. Okay. So I can hit the middle guys. Sixty middle. If it's like one twenty, it can hit the third. Cool. The guys in the very back, the siege weapons, which haven't become like super visible to you yet. Yeah. Uh that's like much further. That, okay. that, that's like your longbow can hit it. Uh, and they can shoot back. That's cool. kind of their whole point. Okay. But that's gonna be out of the range of, of yeah. most spells unless it's a spell that is okay. particularly okay. extreme range. Great. Hey, that's plan. Uh, you did your turn? Uh, yes. Turn over. You done did your turn. Before we jump on, so it's scrim court oh. next. Greg, do you want to do your turn? facing these guys now? Good turn. Uh, it's, 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 it's more players. So Bearjaw got a 19, right? Yeah, what was scrim and Bearjaw got 19. What was your like control? 15. Uh, 13. Okay, so it's uh, after Bear Jaw. Is 15. After Bar- Bear Jaw is one group. I've never made a mistake on this board. I just want that on record. Okay. Yeah, but that's the last time you can ever say that, so. That was the one time. Was it 15 damage, Kel? 13. 13. Dan is negative inspiration. <laughs> the trust is after mock, right? Yeah, mock with Becca. Okay, And I so, forgot to say, as part of my move, I don't actually move, but I stow... Um, one of my one of the things I'm holding. Okay, gotcha. So after Bear Jaws, the I first group. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Then after Mock. Then after Oil Vein. And then the very end. After Baron. Okay. Wow, so, they were the slowies. Those are the four uh, They're being empty. I guess that's true. That's from here. Okay. Um, so, uh, so I don't want to hit the, the, the Mantors, but you know, Scrim is, is like a dog with a lockjaw. He really wants to get those siege engines, but he also wants to add some chaos to this. So, um, I have the robe of uh, serpents. Yeah. Yes, um, you do. And I can make it poop out a bunch of <laughs> not very strong poisonous. <laughs> yes, it poops snakes. That is its magic power. Poop snakes. You can poop one snake per round. Yep. It's my desire to blow the whole thing right now for this. He wants to shoot the wand. You want to diarrhea the snakes. I want to diarrhea the snakes. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm okay because I don't get charged back. And the robe is used up. Snakes, yeah. The robe becomes diarrhea. This isn't a fact. Yes. Um, it becomes a formally magical robe. How long do the snakes robe? last? The snakes last for an hour. It was an issue of me not being able to logistically... I didn't want to do it beforehand. Is no, right? fine. If, you, if, if, if as they you see them and they're starting to trot towards the thing, if you're starting to just poop out these snakes, you can get them all out. That's fine. By the time you guys open fire, you've yeah. essentially had several rounds. If that matters That's, for your mechanics, yes. You, you've had a you've had you've had the best case scenario ambush here, which is not just an ambush, but an ambush where you saw them coming from a long yeah. ways away. So anything that you needed multiple rounds to prepare, you've got it. Okay, I should have. That earlier, um, just for clarification, they're medium sized, they're like a quarter challenge rating. The idea is he's gonna release them down and just let them introduce chaos into all this stuff. You got um, it. Mechanical cool. benefit is from from my point of view, what I would like to say is basically there's a swarm of snakes amongst the, the centaurs, diarrhea and I'm fine snakes. with that doing whatever it does. It's diarrhea snakes. Um, Are they brown in color? Uh, so. But what he so uh, would that be my round or that we the no that was in advance. I just want to clarify. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, in, in my effort of not using the rule of cool to to stretch, um, Scrim has a pretty darn long range on call lightning, which he's planning on using. He's putting call lightning on any siege engines. Does he see the siege engines with this back group? Does he see the ballista and the catapult and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Time, what's what's the limitation for vision on that? Oh wait, what is your vision? Well, he has he has like dark vision. But there's a limitation. I mean, mine is sixty feet for Are dark they vision range. Torches or anything? Well, if there's light, there there there's dim there, light. If they're carrying torches from the moon, there, there's oh, dim yeah. there's dim light ever. Oh, okay, so, I, I did yeah. mention that last week. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So first off, so he, okay, so clarifying, you can see them. You can see um, them. His range is this pretty long, it's, but it's not mock long. It's 120 feet. Does he need to move, just abstractly, does he need to spin around or more moving closer to get within 120 feet of the siege engines? Uh, uh, yes, the siege engines from you are at... Uh, uh, no, 120 feet? No, no. You're, you're just barely. Okay. Just That's, barely. I'm, I'm okay, so basically I'm abstracting in terms of movement, if I need to spin around moving. Bottom line is, he wants I'm to kind of thinking like it's like 30th, 30-ish, 60-ish, 120-ish, and then further than that, like 200-ish. Excellent. Okay, so he's is, going is, to... Depending on where you're positioned here. Um, his desire is to get in a position where he is at an angle where, because I believe I have to have the... Um, well, no, I need to be able to see where it's actually targeting. I'm not going to try and cheese that. Yeah, I, it's, well, there's a weird thing where, because I'm actually creating the storm cloud like 100 feet in the air, but anyway... Bottom line is, he wants line of sight so he can see the siege engines, but he doesn't want to be in line of sight 
of like of the guys down here. So he's kind of peeking over the ridge enough that he can, he can target that, and then he's just going to be doing his call. You're about to call in some artillery strikes, is what you're about to do. Yes, he's anti artillerying the artillery. That's not a good call. So, uh, I'm very excited about this. So he does his thing, not that people are super close. He does his gurgling thing as he. As he calls upon the natural elements, and a storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder. It's 10 feet tall with a 60 foot radius, so it actually is a big radius around there. Um, and then calls down a lightning bolt for 3d10. Dang. Um, and he's trying to damage the siege engine itself. Okay, so, uh, so uh, uh, let me clarify to you before you decide what you're targeting, because okay. uh, I did forget to specifically spell it out. I spelled it out last week. I don't remember what I said last week, so I made up new numbers. There are three ballista, one catapult, and three carts of ammunition. Say that one more time. This three ballista, one catapult, and three carts of ammunition. And three carts of ammunition. I'm sorry that we don't have enough minis to accurately represent that. And Blame Eric. I he's the mini master. I'm more sorry than all of you combined. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eric has had multiple recent sessions where he has felt our massive supply of minis has okay. fallen woefully short. Just such for as tracking. having zero centaurs. Just for tracking. Can't have it all. Catapult. But you can want it all. Yes. I'll tell you that. I got Catapult. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can decisions. you can you do like three more for the, for the ammo box? Perfect Just ready. so I'm. Ammo boxes. Perfect. Um, One, two, three. Perfect. So you got the ballista. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So and uh, and just just to clarify, just to make sure, the ammo boxes do not have like big red barrels on them or anything. These are not doom Explosive. ammo boxes. These are no. oil oil cans. Two, oil two cans. of them are two of them are stacked ballista bolts, of which you are pretty short on for your ballista. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I'll remind you. And the other one is is a cart of a whole bunch of boulders for the catapult. Attack. The ballista. The ballista. Attack the ballista so they can use the bolt. <laughs> I kind of lost him to bring all the ballista bolts. Hey guys, good news, I got us boulders. Hey, Scrimcorn. The ship is so heavy. So, uh, I mean, to be honest, if you're going to try to destroy something from an airship, Boulders might be the easier thing. Yeah, uh, to yeah. I mean, just getting over it and going, Ooh. yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of boulders. Let's just go. Let's go. Are not a bad weapon. Scram for uh, on the second. Uh, there, it's like a five foot first round of gun. Thank you. It's. I believe it targets a corner. Uh, it's like a five foot radius. I just want to make sure. Are the ballistas close? I wouldn't be able to hit more than one. Would I be able to? Uh, what's five your foot what's radius. the radi- uh, radius? I believe it's a five foot. You radius. can hit in between them. Sure. Yeah, you can. Uh, They're each close within five feet of the point that I strike. Yeah, they, they are. They're um, okay, this ravine is narrow, uh, so they're ten by ten square. Yes, Sorry. but this ravine is narrow, and so they are packed a bit tighter than they might normally uh, otherwise ride. He's hitting the outside too, the dice ones. Um, he's in both of them. They make a dex save. They make a, a dex no, DC fourteen. They attempt a dex. They attempt. Thank you, Kayla. They attempt a dex save. Um, at this point, they are still being pulled by centaurs. You want me to roll you? It's a DC what? F- 14. Uh, they do not succeed on the first one, and do not succeed on the second one. Wait, 14? That's a 15. That is a natural 15, and it is not given 14. It gives them a 13. What? They're, they're, they're I mean, this is centaurs pulling a ballista, trying to dodge a lightning bolt by pulling the ballista faster. So they're at minus two. First off, that is a nine, not a ninety. A thirteen plus that. 
So it's 18 damage. Oh. 18 damage to the outside type of Litnin. Litnin. Zap. And you guys don't scream days, we can maintain this and keep doing this. So, thank you. How much damage? 18. 18 Litnin. 18. So, uh, just so everyone's aware, since this is just in the books, a large, such as a cart or a 10 foot by 10 foot window, or a ballista, has a, if it's resilient, which a weapon of war would be, is about 27 hit points. All right. Good to know. Okay. You hit by half. Surprisingly low. Yeah, feeling good. More than half. Uh, and turn. Did you care to lie? Baron is more durable than a ballista. Scrim has to stay within line of sight of the siege it? weapons, but he's basically yeah, trying to. It's Scrim is prone. It is because hit points is an abstract representation yeah, yeah, yeah. of your ability to continue fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's your will and your Berger. 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 Berger Kircher Enter. Because behind a behind a fog cloud. Um well it's pretty obvious that we're fighting though. At least there. Um I've been thinking about this. Yeah. And I think the best thing for me to do is to quaff that potion of spider climb. Mm-hmm. You want Peter Bean. Okay. Stinky New pants. element involved. Yeah, you never drank sure. it because you had the spell every drank time. It, or right. maybe you drank it during the fight with oh, the air elemental. I think you did. No, I think it did. Yeah. I think I drank it that way. But I you cast it on her. No, no, because no, the concentration is the con- Yeah, the concentration. So let's yeah. just say I don't have that for no, now. No, you do have potion of and so we'll, so we'll do the climbing potion. Glug, glug, glug. And uh, as far as I can get... <laughs> yeah, that's the sound. Um, and as far as I can get across this pit, it's you pretty take, big. You take this side of the cliff. That's yeah, the yeah, sorry, this way. For sure. Um... I don't know how far I can actually get across the pit. You can get to the people over there. Yeah, your climbing speed is equal to your walking speed. So again, you can all. Well, I thought it was abstracted a bit. Yes, you can move on group. You can move on group. That's the answer. Move on group. You can move one group. Gotcha. You're fine. Okay. As a whole action or move and attack. As a move. Then I want to be about here. I mean, also, are you strolling or are you running along the? Oh, running, obviously. And you are in the fog cloud. In the fog cloud. So, but but here I think I can. I think I can get a, a beat on them from there. Yeah, Bearjaw can't see them. So, what does Bearjaw do to be awesome? Bearjaw listens. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's lots of screams. Multiple Wherever. screams you can hear coming from down in the pit. A lot of like there's gurgling, a bloody there's screams. A, exactly. The blood is really the key difference here between identifying a currently dying centaur and a soon to die centaur. Um, so she listens. There is what what Bearjaw hears is panic. Those that are in yeah, the yeah, cloud. Yeah. Are She's panic. listening really for the hoof beats, the ba 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 ba, and uh, identifying where those are, and then throwing her javelins, which she has packed onto her back. Um, she's got one in her in her hand, and she's just gonna from the side wall the angle she's got javelins not um, javelins. Okay, not, not superior range of the javelin. Is that the is that the draw? I, I mean, it's got slightly. The javelin idea was it does get a little bit bigger uh, range. It's just, it's just 30. thirty to one hundred and twenty feet. Yeah. Yeah. You are you are in engaged range though, so you can use yeah. you have oh. you're in you close range of anything. You, you can do use your melee. You, want to, you can even go mad. You are you are in engaged. You are engaged with them. 
That was how. Okay, well, she'll, she'll keep those on her back then. I, I, yes. I did want to see Bear Duff throw. Don't worry, a that's gonna happen. 120 feet. That hey, listen, well, later. Yeah. There's you still want, opportunity for that. Throwing she's just she's got close range targets right now. Close range targets. I was trying to set up that reality. You know, the the fog is just problematic there. Um, all right, so we'll do that. We'll throw Yon Hammer at all right. Can we, get, can we get a brief description on the what? Hammerball Souls and just how beautiful and awesome it is? It's gorgeous. Who, it's who are you trying to hit? One of one of those centaurs. She. So you don't care who. You don't care if it's a demon centaur. That's well, what I'm you getting. said that there were no Mantar. humans in that group. I did not say that. Every group has a mantar. So we can't he said see. I couldn't see because they're in the fog. Yeah. I thought that meant there weren't. Sorry. Uh, okay. So let's let's clarify that. Each okay. of those groups has a mantar. Well then, yes. Um, obviously, I'm going to target oh, that guy. That's why I was. A I thought. I thought you meant. So now you've got to give an explanation of how does she find. The mantar. It's a uh, it's it's a it's a throat thing. It's like the way that they breathe. These demons have like a really huge rib cage, and so as a result, their sound that they make is kind of like a kind of guttural, like. <sighs> and so humans, Bear just just goes full beast. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's, she's just like, like hearing she, the breathing of her prey. Yeah, that's, that's kind of her thing. She can hear like. Like like nine different she beings. She tracked down there. a giant Something elk and killed it in a dark forest in the night in like the snowy woods. Watching she can do time. this anytime. I believe you. <laughs> Wait a fucking time. So she's running. Uh, she's day. running across the wall. <laughs> she's listening for the breathing <laughs> patterns, and, and she hears the trying, one trying. Trying, we'll see, right. and, and we'll just we'll make it a reckless attack anyway. Uh, well, so it is at a. Uh, if you can't oh, okay. see, is it just disadvantage? Yeah. disadvantage. All right, so then, and you cannot yeah, reckless attack on ranged attacks. We learned that. Oh, that's right. Oh. It is disadvantage because you can't see shit. Yeah, that's 100 okay. accurate. Disadvantage. You're, okay, you're attacking blind. You know that's totally fair. Yeah. Okay, so we. You will... also have to roll with your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's gonna affect it. Um, I mean, effectively, it's the same thing. If you can't see them, your eyes closed. It's like you know, it's yeah, like. She's, all right, roll it. She does her best. Yeah, that was you. A fifteen. Oh wait, disadvantage. Never mind. Fifteen. A uh, fifteen will still, pretty good. still hit. Yeah, <laughs> the human target. They're big. God damn! All right, and they don't wear much. Yeah, yeah they're lightly armored. They're okay, fast. so that's a Extra ten there shirts. and a ten there. All right, so that's. <laughs> All right, roll the damage. No, it's 2d8. 2d8. Yeah, we made that special. All right, thank you, 2d8. You are not ready. Oh, damn. That's a near maximum roll. That's pretty good. Get approved. Not quite. Was it? 8 plus. What's 14? 14 plus 7. It's 21. 21. 21. Out of nowhere. And you have two attacks, so keep it going. Keep it going. Okay, one more, one more, one more. Magically flies yeah. back. That'll hit again. Roll also. the damage. Reappearing in your hand for another. Ooh, okay, lower Swing. number. Seven plus seven, fourteen. Uh, okay, that. All right. That's a total of thirty-five damage nice. from that. So yeah, what is it? So what is from Bearjaw's perspective? It looks like it bounced off of one, hit the other one, and then came back. Well, she's hitting the same target twice. No, well, it's like boom, boom. So it, so, but from her perspective, she's throwing into just thick fog. She cannot see anything. But she hears. I'm just wondering, what does she hear? Well, what, what is her experience? What she actually sees is the is the blood spray flies so fast, <laughs> it actually hits the wall next to her. Yeah. As, as you know, as the hammer is coming back, the hammer Here's is also question. bloodied. Here's a question. Yes. As Bear Brother, the Mighty Warrior, 
throws a hammer into a melee of thick fog based on breathing, does the hammer at soul itself contribute at all to the success here? That's a good question. Or does it? It's got to. It's got to. It's got a plus 10 to hit. I so mean, I can't say it doesn't when, so it's, when the bear jaw, is that strong. Bearjaw is listening. I'll speak on it if you don't want to. Go ahead. I have an idea. Go ahead. I, I want to hear Bearjaw is listening for the breathing of these uh, of these enemies. And she's specifically looking for... She's looking for the slaver, right? She's looking for that mantar. The one that, you know, that they've been told that, like, that's the one to get. The alpha. And she tosses that hammer... And when she does, when it like flies out and just disappears, she hears distinctly another set of breathing. She just like hears the (laughs) boom as it smashes and then smashes again and she grabs it again as as the noise fades. Is it her imagination? Is it the very soul of Morden himself breathed into the hammer? Perhaps it's it's no really it's just bear jaw. Some words were, awesome were made to throw exactly. hammers. Don't read into it. Some hammers are made to don't read into it. Some hammers are made to be chucked into the dark. It's, uh, it's the gift. That's bear jaw. Uh, it's the gift. Red line, as you hear. Uh, red line. The uh, you hear a lot of just shouting in abyssal, and uh, uh, and then the sound of the guy that got hit just going. Oh! That's an ambush! Get back! And uh, they run out of the uh, run out of the fog, uh, bumping into the ones here who are also now. Scrimcorn sent the snakes down. Chaos. Chaos <laughs> You interpret the. Vengeance. And there is just this big, like ball of chaos of like a bunch of centaurs smashing into each other in this little area here as they they look around and try to get who is visible Bearjaw's in the fog that thing is visible up top is Morph staying hidden up there Morph is standing up with a ballista he's staying there that's what I figured so Morph is looking for a clear line of sight for attacking I did build a I did build a like hidey area it's coming back yeah. So, uh, Scrimcorn is completely behind. He's attempting to stay hidden. Sure. The only line of sight he's maintaining One, is two. against the bullets. Go one. That's right. Two, two. Okay, roll That's a stealth one. check. Thank you. Stealth. It is 11 plus five, so it's gonna be 16. Yeah, 16. 16 on uh, on that, and okay. And uh, Baron has not moved yet, so he's like completely hidden. He's like behind the bend. Okay, and all right. He says, fire, fire up at the, uh, 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 fire at the cannon, and uh, a bunch of the, the the demonic centaurs there. Some of them are too panicked from the situation where they're just like they're panicking, rearing up. Lightning uh, is striking down. The lightning is near like, them. S- like a huge crack of thunder is happening at the other side. Uh, but a few of them loose arrows from their bows as they pull out their bows, knock an arrow, and fire up at Morph the dwarf. And uh, let's see, we had uh, there were fifteen. There were four. There were fifteen in this group. And six of them uh, all died. And so there are about seven left, but a couple Eight. can't do it, so there are like five. Um, I need my mob handling rules. There are five. How many are targeting um, the ballista versus morph? They each have their own AC. Uh, 
What? Blizz has a ton of AC. Uh, they are. Uh, targets. They are targeting Morph. Yeah. Okay. And they see Morph up there, and so they, at, at first glance, they see it as a weapon manned by um, a person, and so they dwarf are just, they are just trying. Manned by a dwarf or by a morph? Sorry, it is being dwarfed. It's being dwarfed by, by a morph. By a man. <laughs> a dwarfed by a dwarf. Dwarfed by morph. Morph. He's wicked. Morph. Ooh, you. Now it just sounds like Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, okay, what is your AC morph? 18. Okay. Bring, bring My AC in, is 18. In, your AC is 18, so they would need a 14 to hit. Mob handling rules. A 14 to hit would mean that they need three attackers for one hit, and I said that there were uh, five. five left, meaning they only get one hit. So uh, here is the damage roll for that. Longbow is, oh wow, not that much. D8 plus dex. That is going to be a uh, six damage. All right. D8 plus dex plus the magical addition to make the monsters more difficult. That's correct. Which is uh, a common thing. The monsters as written, when I see people tweeting about it all the time, monsters as written just aren't quite difficult. You need to buff their numbers to make Uh, them more interesting. I I think you are, and I I hope you are. I have been for a long time. I I just I up all the damage by like two, four. I've been doing that with creatures as well. I figured figured everyone has been. I I mean, Mock basically has like 800 attacks per round. You called that again last uh, last session, and I'm like, yeah. I'm level 9. You're like, I don't know any of your rules. Like, Mock has a billion attacks. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'm glad. The arrows that were shot at him mostly fly past him, but one of them sort of grazes his thigh. He's like, ah, blast it. All right, it is now Mock. So, um, <laughs> someone pointed out is a counter battery. That is what. Uh, that's what more. Uh, so who's who's visible right now? Because he's down in the barrier. He's hungry down. He yeah, thought he would have to deal a with a full charge. So but their, their, their barrier has worked so fucking well with the spikes and the fog, which is genius. It's and like the misdirection from the, and the uh, misdirection. Guy. So uh, you can see jack shit because there's a huge fog thing. That's in right. Front of you. But if and I, Bear Jaw just charged into it, running along the wall. That's awesome. If I spider climb and just go vertical, though, I should have a line over the fog is what I'm kind of yeah. hearing. Uh, the fog is 20 yes. feet up. Basically, if you were to like climb up this direction, you can basically yeah. get up to your friends up here. Okay. Like This is, you yeah, know, it's abstracted. This is the one, this is uh, up there. The yeah. So, yeah, Mach will pop, pop his what, spider What are you guys actually doing? Are you prone, prone because you're... No, right. they got hit by a pencil. No, no, no. We're prone because <laughs> we're hiding. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, avoiding, uh, avoid, yeah, it's good. It's understood. Smart. Are you going up there? Yeah, he will. He will. I mean, if you're not so throwing he's, he's going to pop his spider climb, is quite wise. sensing that they have him on the run, and sensing also the benefit of uh, the, the possible shortcut to the end here by, as one man so, so often says, cutting, cutting the head off the snake. And he's going to, he sees two mantars. Against the first mantar, he fires his bow. Forty eighteen versus AC. Uh, it'll hit. Wait, is when you say first, you mean the same one Bearjaw hit? The one that was fleeing? Yeah. The one that fled from the fog. Yeah, yeah, but, but it is now not in the fog, correct? Yeah, he's now bunched up with this other group. Yeah, so that guy. And he gets... Uh, I don't he mean get, to be. He, he gets to roll a DC 15 strength check. Uh, they don't have cover where they are, no. Great. I mean, I guess they would have cover from their allies. I mean, yeah. Your call. DC 18. You choose. I'm not gonna... I'm not... Well, I, actually, it doesn't matter in that particular case, so okay. go ahead. 
DC 18 you, strength you, check. No, 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 DC 15 strength check. Oh, strength. Uh, DC six. That's a seven. That's gonna get him. He, he drops his Plus. weapon. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Disarming attack. Oh. Lock targets the other Mantar. And his weapon is his His weapon is his longbow, which he had pulled out to start shooting at Morph. Uh, so he's going to target the other man down in the second group. That's a crit. Oh. Yikes. Uh, DC 15. Strength. DC 15 strength is... Oh, that will be enough. It's a 19. Perfect. So I'll give you damage later. But Mop yells at the top of his lungs. He says, Your masters are disarmed. Rise up against them. Take this fight. He shouts out, trying to instill some uprisal or some mutiny yeah, within the ranks. Yeah. You see, and you can see among like the centaurs, there's like a couple of like backstepping. They've got their like longbows drawn. They're looking around. They see Mox saying this. They're like pulling back, but there's there's like some slight hesitation. He doesn't Action feel point. that he's he's seen enough of this. Action, Action point. point. Same guy. We're going for more disarming strikes. We gotta get that bow out of his hands. Kill. 18 AC. <laughs> that one hits. 15 DC uh, strength. Oh, I see. It hits, and then it's a oh, save. That'll, that'll pass. That's so basically, both times, hands. it's like, hits his arms, yeah. and he just, like, holds his grip, and then he knocks an arrow against Mach, and it shoots right through his forearm, and the arrow's striking through it, and his grip holds true as he loses an arrow. It's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got one more in the chamber. Mach has more. It's two attacks per round. That's a 19 natural. DC 15. Oh. Oh. As he's got, basically, he's got a grazed on his on his uh as his, on his string arm. He's got an arrow sticking through on the arm, holding the bow itself, and then a third one comes right through the hand, holding the bow, and his grip loosens it. Basically, he lets go of the bow, the string. It pulls the bow yeah. back to the string, slams oh, his hand as he uh, uh, as he lets pain. it goes, and howls in pain and grabs the like hole and in now his all hand. The damage and, yeah, and now he smocks, screams at the top of his lungs. He says, "Destroy your slavers!" As I, I would hope that this kind of dramatic event played out at least visibly to a few. <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you see is several centaurs like exchanging yells and shouts in abyssal to each other. Oh, okay, it's so not clear what's going on yet. What what there is predominantly is chaos. Okay, cool. I mean, that, that, like that. That, I'm trying to seed that chaos and weaken. But get us that damage because I, with that gonna, many I'm, hits. Yeah, I'm gonna give you so. So for the first one, the one that uh, that bear drop put a, a, a big hurt on. Yep. That's going to be eight plus five, so that's gonna be. Tw- uh, 13. 13. Okay. And then it's going to be... 4. So, 8 on the first attack against the middle centaur. Yep, gotcha. Uh, 14 on the second attack against the middle centaur. Oh, you're right. Sorry. 15. It was double damage on that one. Good call, Kevin. Oh, okay, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I missed that addition. Just one more. Just, just one more. One more. Yeah, so the 14 became a 15. Okay, gotcha. And then the, the, the third attack on the middle centaur was uh, 15 damage. Another 15 damage. Okay. Woo. I got it. Hearty. They're hurt, good. but they're still kicking. Yeah, it's good. But they're weaponless, and yeah. they're ashamed. 
they're, they're diminishing in the eyes of their cadre. Redline, centaurs. Next, Redline Centos, the one that got like a hole in his hand and he howls in pain. And then he looks over to one of the uh, one of the centaurs who's like looking to another and says, What is this saying? Well, you don't know what they're saying. It was saying something in Abyssal, yeah. and he rips the longbow out of the hands of another centaur, knocks back, and pulls as a as a few, but not all, of his contingent fire up at Mock. Good. What is your AC? Uh, AC is 19. Oh. Okay, so 19. So they need a 15 to hit. Yeah, going on over to the mob rolls. Yeah. They need a 15 to hit every four hits. So uh, uh, two of them uh, will hit instead of the three that would ordinarily have hit Good. in their full contingent of 15. Uh, so two hit, uh, and the damage is... Three, six, that's nine, plus eight is 17. Okay. 17 damage to mock as, uh, as a hail of arrows comes flying upwards. <laughs> and uh, several of them just hit the rocks all around. And one of them hits mock's, uh, uh, hits mock's longbow. Wait, he, he was firing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hits his uh, hits well, his longbow. Iron bow, so it goes. But it's a very well constructed iron bow. That's right. But then a couple of them, like yeah, catch him. Pepper. Yeah, again, one sticking into Durgata's armor. It hasn't pierced it, but like kind of like caught in, in one of the joints. Yeah. I mean, this is so. Let's be clear. None of those hit mock. He took no actual physical damage. This is just a hit point representation yeah. Yeah. of being highly suppressed. Drewston! Drewston stands up from his crouch position and takes out the birch wand of magic missile. Oh, we love that magic and, missile. And uh, the one that just fired at Mach. I love that he's got the owl on his mini. <laughs> yeah. Alright, you, yep. Yeah. Uh, and he shouts out, um, yeah, kind of following on Mach's uh, uh, speech there, he says, uh, Your days of enslavement are at an end! Rise up, horned demon-blooded centaurs. <laughs> Demon-tars, rise up. Uh, and he does not roll anything because he automatically hits with six bolts. Well, you had a name for them. You did have a name for them. Demon-blooded. Demon-blooded demon, centaurs. It was demon-blooded. Right. Uh, 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 to yes. All right. Uh, uh, I missed that last thing you said. He, uh, he hits so the oh. centaur that fired back on Ma. That's, uh, uh, so, Mantar number two. Mantar number two. So you've put a lot of damage in Mantar one and two, kind of evenly. You've been splitting yeah. your damage. Yeah, I feel like we need one of them to fall for right yes. rise, really, to go. Um, and he's gonna yeah, hit The first with... Mantar is in a much worse state. Yeah, the one that so ran he's out. gonna hit Mantar two with six bolts of magic missile. One is two? in a worse okay, state. Okay, but I said one I is know. in a worse state, but you can do whatever I you want. I know. I, I want to hit that guy. Understood. Yeah. Perfect. That, that is, this is the pin-cushioned one. So these wild bolts of blue power just go flying through the canyon. That's four. That's seven. That's Is it 2d4 per bolt? No. Oh. 2d4 per bolt. So but there's five. 11 plus seven is 18. Plus six is going to be 24. 24, 24 damage. force damage. So these blue bolts go through and then right at the end just all targets. <laughs> How many charges? Blasting. That was amazing. Uh, six out of seven. That was really Yeah, good. you heard, heard that, that too. I heard that. Did you 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 heard that. Did
Yeah. <laughs> uh, as these magic missiles just come out like from a bunch of different angles, boom, 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 just batter him. He uh, he grabs one of the demon-blooded centaurs and shoves him in front of him as he starts like crouching yeah, down, and he says, "Protect your master." It's a demon-blooded centaur holding just two shopping bags and a symbol. Who is next? Oil vein. Oil vein. Uh, in a moment of self-promotion, it took me a, re- a while to realize that this was one of my tracks. Yes, this <laughs> is. <laughs> this is, like, oh, this is Thursday night's uh, original yeah. soundtrack. This is composed yeah, by like, oh, yeah. Kevin Kahn. Thank you very much. It's like, why does it sound so familiar? Yeah, it's like, it kind of makes me you know, forget yeah, that you never use your inspiration. Like you might want to, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I yeah. Should. We have not uh, used this track yet. Inspiration. Uh, my inspiration. Whoever I'm aiming at dies in the coolest way possible. That's what I'm talking about! Uh, let's see. So, the, this range is like about, you said, 30 feet or 60? Well, so now they've moved a little further back, so it's like 60-ish. Okay, I'm going to aim at... Uh, I'm going to try to go for the Mantar, but is there the Fog? There are two Mantars. There's the one that ran out of the Fog that got okay. smashed by Bearjaw, and then there's the one that got peppered with both uh, Mox Arrows and the thing, but he is now, he is now like... Cowering behind one of the okay. demon-blooded centaurs, so he's got cover. Okay, he's cowering behind. But there is a mantar who's not behind cover. Yeah, I think he's going to go for the mantar that's not behind cover because he feels there's obviously a thing that could possibly happen with the demon-blooded yeah. uh, centaurs. So yeah, he's going to go for the uncovered, the non-covered one, uh, and he's going to cast. Uh, you hear like a little like the warbling of. Uh, of static and electricity coming from uh, oil vein, and uh, let's see if I can post a picture in Slack so you guys can see it. But you just see this energy coming from the wand of uh, the war mage. Ah, oh, you drew that, didn't you? And it's just like yeah, this undulating energy, and it shoots out from his hand with like a lot of amazing. And uh, if we keep drawing pictures of that. I'll never talk shit on you. Not using inspiration again. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use my inspiration. Yeah! 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 Of course you will. Mechanically, I forget how that. You can't use it. You roll two d twenties. Two d twenties. This means for free advantage. So happy. Yeah. I did. You're like two on. What's happening? Wow! How did I roll double fours? Real? Yes, I did. And that's plus nine, though. So oh, that's not 13. bad. Thirteen is thirteen. Uh, thirteen. You are hitting a regular centaur mantar. or a mantar. Uh, a mantar. A mantar does not hit. Oh, oh, it still looks cool. What happens? Yeah. What does it look like? You see, like this warbling, like this energy that's just kind of like constantly changing shape as it's flying through the air. And as it's flying towards the uh, the mantar, it kind of hooks up into the, into the sky. It's changing colors and it just kind of like uh, it's like disappears. Yeah, yeah. One of the Is demon like, one of the demon blooded centaurs steps in front of the mantar, like as they see it coming, like serving as like a body shield and puffs himself up big, and the bolt like yeah, flies kind of off like, into the sky. It goes at a full acceleration and velocity, and then it kind of like starts to slow down, and it like curves up into the sky. And then yeah. it gets up into the sky. Fireworks. Fireworks. And then you see the words oil vein in the sky. Sparkly. (laughs) Oh, damn, wrong spell. (laughs) Self loss. (laughs) Why did I shoot that one? Morphin time. 
False prone again. All right, uh, the <laughs> third group of centaurs uh, that is further back, they more organized, seeing the chaos in front of them. Here he says, Knock! Fire! As uh, they fire a big volley at Mock. Which three will hit Mock based on that previous previous thing. And so that is a five, a one, so that's six. Oh, wow, and another one. So that is seven plus 12 is 19. 19 piercing damage as... 15 arrows fly through the air up at the... He catches an actual arrow on that one. Like in the thigh, right? Like the meaty thigh. Where the greaves meet the... The bod. The caress. Yeah. Bairn. Get him back. Oh, that was them. Fireball. It's time to participate, Bairn. Ouch. It's fireball. get involved. So, fireball just kills everyone. Mark... My watches is everybody. Yeah. I have one. Death. You can have all. Yeah. <laughs> well, why do fireball when you do rock ball? Fireball. Well, the rock ball first is going to take ten minutes. Dude, I, yeah. just, I thought you, you were going to Weren't you painting it as they were coming? Yeah, in? I was. Is that the idea. I mean, uh, well, well, you tell me, DM. <laughs> can you? If I continue to do paint, have... can I time this so that it now falls? Uh, you've got uh, uh, you've got a, a couple rounds for it to fall because Maybe yes, like you were prepping as D8 they were coming rounds? in. Mm. Um, so what it is is I don't want to just roll a D eight because yeah, so, yeah. So the the, so that, okay, the mechanical dilemma here is you don't want it to be just here's also the pass moral dilemma a little bit too. Uh, there's a moral dilemma. There's a whole Baron. bunch of basically slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Killing them all indiscriminately. Baron is like, oh, a whole bunch of you know raiders. Like, okay, dropping rocks in them sounds like a great plan. It's like a whole bunch of like slavers. Is like, well, so here's, 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 here's the setup. Let me say something. Uh, how, how much does Baron believe that this plan of destroying the masters will work? That's not a sure thing. There's no way to argue that it is. Well, you let me lay out a, lay out Please? the current situation. Please. So Baron has begun painting this thing that he's prepared for. He's done, he's done like an hour of weeding for Christ's sakes. Like he's got, he's like, he's sweating. He's busy. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is a man who doesn't like to spend time on his hands and knees. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so he, uh, he's been preparing this and he started the paint as they came into the valley. He's like significantly percentage through it. Then he hears Drewston yelling the, uh, and mock, right? No, mostly Drewston gave an amazing speech. And then Mock was yelling for them to lay down their weapons. That's what it was. So yeah. Mock, both Drewston and Mock are like yelling, like, lay down the weapon. Uh, Drewston was saying, rise against your masters. Rise against your masters, you know. And then Mock was like, your masters are disarmed, like, strike against them. And what Baron is seeing is he's seeing the hesitation. He's seeing multiple of the centaurs who have bows in their hands, like, did not loose with their allies. They're, like, hesitating. They're speaking in abyssal. He doesn't know what they're saying, but they're like, and another one is like, but they're not firing. But many of them still are, but some of them have, like, stopped, at least for a moment. There's there's chaos chaos going on. Like, there's there's some tide moving here, but but it's hard to tell how fast that tide is going to move. And so that is the situation Baron finds himself right now. He could finish painting this in not too long. Call it maybe two rounds. Uh, but this is that is the current state. Could what, I what, let me physically get one get, more thing? Okay, before you, sure. Just one more interjection, which is 
Also, we live in a world of very hard moral lines, and these are demon-blooded creatures. And Baron maybe that a man, is a secondary maybe concern a man of mine as well. Prejudiced yeah. against that right. kind of thing. Now you've got all of your okay. input. Uh, these things are speaking abyssal, and they're like they're they're demons. Like they're, they're demon blooded, is what the guy said. He and and, and the guy, the the unnamed centaur who came made the deal with you, oh. the father. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that the he said that the humans mm-hmm. uh, uh, breed the demon blooded the demon blooded centaurs mm. uh, through some dark deal with a demon. Mm. And they're half demon, bad horses, friendly and good, like carrots. Yeah, yeah. pillar of civilization. If you've never met Oil Vane, like this might be a tougher call. I too like <laughs> because Oil Vane is half drow, so he thinks maybe they're not all demons. Can he get within melee range of a uh, of one of the human fellers? If he scrambles on down there using a potion spider climb, yes. Wow. Attack, yes. He's doing that. Wow. So he stops the painting. He stops the painting. And he quaffs the uh, the potion. You can do that as a bonus action, right? Is that, is that what I know. Taking a potion is an action. Remember, we saw that drinking a potion is a full action. But again, you've had the uh, yeah. you've had yeah. the whole lead up to the like situation. Not so for your for your first system. round, yeah. for your first round, essentially, you've had the time to observe and prepare and okay. spend any actions you need to reasonably prepare. It would be reasonable for Baron to have quaffed this potion in preparation as a massive makes reasonable. Uh, vis- He's got like, an hour. It lasts by all hour. accounts. Right. Possibly deadly assault coming. Yeah, this thing's yeah. gonna be over. Potion is quaffed. Yeah, potion is quaffed. Uh, so he is going to scramble on down there, and he's gonna try and. Uh, so I, I think I might take an opportunity attack or or Into three or five. The- into the fray as he is just diving in there. He's going to try and go. Uh, he does after not the... because all of the centaurs down here who are armed are holding their bows. Amazing. Oh. Like he sees this. He like scurries on down with his spider climb, and like even the ones that were holding uh, like lances, they've like the lance mount be. They've got some sort of like yeah, they girdle. Have yeah, they have like a, a sheath that like yeah. holds the lance sort of at an upward angle as mm-hmm. they've like pulled their bows. Even the ones that are hesitating or like they've got their bow in their hands. So he's actually got like a weirdly clear like Perfect. move here. So Baron uh, quaffed having this potion activate. He oddly in his sort of you know dwarf hustle <laughs> scrambles down the face of a cliff <laughs> weaving his way through like a mass yeah. of Centaurs, maybe even one or two ducking like just underneath him because these things are just freaking massive. Going for the human uh, visaged one as with his, you know, his red scale dragon plate festooned with symbols of Morden on it. Uh, all of his 4 4 height, like real short. We're talking like, you know. Tyrion Lannister. That, that's how tall he is. Okay. That's, that's what a dwarf... That, that's yeah, that's actually how tall Tyrion... Uh, yeah. With his giant is. shield and the blaze of Morden, as he rushes through there, this giant human thing who's shouting orders and firing things, as he reaches out his hand towards its big horsey flank and says... Horsey flank! Morden! Draw the breath of life from my enemy! Yeah. Yeah. As he is using... Uh, he's going to use inflict wounds... Yes. Uh, which one is looking injured more? Uh, out of the two human ones? Yeah. Uh, I'm cowering. Oh, no, the, 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 the second one, the one that oh, is cowering. One. Oh, I forgot to have him get a bonus Can for Can I cowering. get to that one? Yeah, they're both right there. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, move, so move Baron uh, 
Yeah, move me down. He's down oh, in there. Perfect. He's going to that one. And um, he's going to cast uh, Inflict Wounds, first level spell. And he's going to use his Inspiration Die. Woo! Yay! Yay! Yes, I'm glad everyone's using their Inspiration before Sunday. Yes. Oh. That's not bad. Oh. That's a nine. That's not bad. Yeah. That's a nine plus a seven. That's sixteen. You got it. Boom. There we Yay. go. That's, uh, that's, that's, that inflicts wounds. You there. save it for the right moment, and it never fails you. Pretty good. No, I'm gonna call. Yeah. All uh, right. Do you, do you want the uh, so line so a little next to the bus, maybe? Lies. Nine plus eight, Ooh. so seventeen damage. Necrotic. Seventeen. Is that enough or no? Not enough to kill him, but he, like, he is, uh, I mean, he's got multiple arrows sticking out of him. He's got scorch marks from the, uh, from the magic missile. Who hit him after that? Was it oil? Uh, no. no. Oh, no, just the magic missiles. It was the magic missiles that hurt him even more, but the cowering didn't help in that case, because yeah. magic missiles... And I lost with, uh, with the ballista. Yeah, so, yeah, he's, uh, he's looking hurt, and as this gets him... His like whole body is like shriveling uh, up oh. as he looks around and he says, "Protect your master!" <laughs> as he uh, yeah, like takes cool. a couple like then quick perish. horse steps backwards, but he's like stumbling. His back legs legs buckle and he falls down. And he like gets back up. Perfect. Oh, he lives. Yeah. He lives, but he's uh, but barely. You live. You die. Okay. You live. And you die. red line. <laughs> Uh, it is Scrim that is looking out at the siege weapons. Now... Yeah, let's get some bad news. Well, the thing about siege weapons is they can't just fire at a moment's notice. They got to be set up, and that's what happens here is, uh, uh, like, what's remarkable to Scrim is the speed at which this fourth group back there, uh, um, is able to set these things up. Like, they've clearly got quick releases. Like, the moment the lightning bolt comes down and, and like hits a couple of those the centaurs like slam something like on their uh, on their flank and boom it like disconnects the carts as they go kathunk and they hit the ground and two other centaurs that are to the side like pull a crank which causes uh, some wood like feet to slam down to the side creating like anchor points as another one is already like starting to like, crank it up horse, but horse, it takes horse. the whole action to like prepare these things style. to be ready they do not fire this round. There's Shouts more. out. Incoming! And to the crew. we're going to have to continue on Sunday <laughs> because we got five minutes left oh, and yeah. we don't, like, I don't want to go one, one person in. Top of the round is always where we end. Yeah, yeah. Top, yeah. Of yeah. top of the round. So we will continue in our all day session on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, where we will see where this fight goes. And of course, we apologize to our viewers. Uh, Sunday is a pay-per-view game, so yeah. to really get a conclusion <laughs> of this, you're going to have to throw some money at HBO. We're sorry, that's just the way it is. Subs, subs only. Anyway. Subs, subs only. only. Subs only. Yeah. All right. Oh, you're getting the pictures? I got pictures. Set up. All right. Take a selfie. This is a pretty good track, Kevin. Oh, yeah. I, I love this track. Good track. I love it's really track. good for Thank this fight, much. too. Yeah. Uh, pretty amazing that the, the bullets are right <laughs> Oh, yeah. That was totally fortunate. That wasn't engineered. What do you mean? The, like, the, the blisses were the, were, the, were the end of the round. 
I didn't roll their initiative. I just, uh, I, I didn't want them to be grouped up because it's too many of their actions all at once. So I just evenly spaced them, giving preference to, you guys are the ambushers. So I put them like low. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's what I did. And then I just did one, two, three, four. So the ballistas are in the back. So that'll be the most dramatic. That is, it is. I forgot, I forgot what I called this track, but it's literally just like tension. <laughs> it is called Combat High Tension. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's actually